0: What is up, people? And thank you so much for listening in to this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I'm your host, EJ Stewart. We got a ton of stories for you guys this week. We got some disturbing stuff from uh, a Justice League star, some uh, you guys have probably seen already. The video online has surfaced. Whenever you use those words, the video has surfaced. Usually nothing good comes out after that. And this is indeed one of those cases. So we'll talk about that at the top of the show. Also... Uh, Marvel released a new movie schedule amid the coronavirus pandemic and all of the changes that are having to happen with so much of production being halted and postponed because of the crisis. So we'll break down the new changes and, and what it means for uh, Marvel as a whole. Also, some interesting rumors regarding what we may be seeing in the future, not only uh, on the big screen from Marvel, but also at Disney Plus. And I, I thought there were some interesting DC nuggets as well. Uh, Some 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 interesting thoughts about what we may see uh, or if we will even see a sequel to Birds of Prey and and kind of breaking down the the box office with Kathy Ann, the director of that movie. She did an interview with Hollywood Reporter last week and a a, a new character yet another character (laughs) is appearing on Titans three season three rather. So we'll uh, get to on get to that stuff as well. So there will be no uh, show recap this week. Um, next week we'll likely be doing Supergirl All these shows are on uh, a hiatus at this point We were supposed to do Supergirl this week But we I could not get to it So um, that will hold for one week We will get to Supergirl next week But this is going to be all news All conversation regarding everything that's happening right now So I think this should be a great show So joining me are my co-hosts Starting with Shamari Stewart And Shamari I feel like I'd be remiss not to mention uh, What I thought was some really troubling news About the future of AMC Obviously, you know a big, big movie, uh, movie theater company, and they are apparently very, very much on life support, and maybe on the verge of having to completely, utterly shut down for good. Uh, if this coronavirus pandemic continues to happen, this would obviously re- would be a, a, a devastating blow to uh, movie theaters in general and the movie industry in general but amc is is as big as it gets when it comes to movies and this it just really puts this the whole thing in a new light just how damaging to the economy this 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 pandemic has been but i mean it's just crazy that like a, a company like amc which is just synonymous with movie theaters right now could just not exist in a couple of months seems crazy but it, it, right right now it's sounding like it could definitely be a possibility
1: uh yeah um i mean look shout out to amc i i remember going to amc um back of course when we lived in or when we all uh lived in queens (laughs) um uh you know the amc theater uh amc theater out there always very nice always enjoyed myself amc theater uh where we are now always enjoy myself um i mean amc has been adding expanding adding a lot of different things i'm a member of their uh Stubbs A list, um, you know, movie subscription service. I've
2: enjoyed using it. Shamari can't um, tell a partial story, man. <laughs>
1: Shumari, you got deep pockets in AMC, you're an investor. I own stocks <laughs> in AMC. No, I don't. Um but, what to, uh, afford, but yeah, tell no. you what to
0: afford to afford them or uh, fresh metals tickets,
1: you need to have deep pockets. <laughs> I'll say that. Oh yeah. Yeah, those yeah those that was a lot of control with AMC. But um, for the most part, I've enjoyed, I enjoy AMC movies, so I, it's a shame that this is happening. Um, you know, I mean, they've just been trying to expand their business, but in a crisis like this, it's just it's just biting them in the rear end. So hopefully, they're able to stick around. Maybe someone will acquire them. Maybe someone will buy them. Maybe something will happen that can help them stay, remain in business. But uh, it's not looking good. So I guess we'll see how things develop. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not looking good right now. Um, but as you know, we said you know we got to hope for the best, and we'll see where things shake out. Joining me also on today's show is Kendall. Kendall, what are you looking forward to talking about today? And you have any thoughts on this AMC situation?
2: Yeah, EJ, um, been a uh, been an interesting week. Obviously, uh, we got the final we got the final resolution from Marvel. And Disney on and their plans going forward. Uh, I wouldn't say the final resolution, but the current resolution. We'll see oh, where the exactly where the plan evolves. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, the current resolution. So that that's obviously something that I'm I'm very interested to talk about because we've been discussing that. and I've been you know championing championing my uh, my opinions on what they should do. Uh, and I'm not sure about their plans so far. But um, in terms of the AMC. Uh, situation that is that's not it's it's concerning you know you think about obviously the theater structure is the way people see and enjoy and view movies at in this day and age, and it has been for the last decade or well, not decade century so of course that's that's um unfortunate, but at the same time there there have been rumblings that you know the studios were were, were kinda their relationship with the theaters are not like they once were, you know, when theaters were incepted. Um now there are there I mean there have been conversations about, you know, maybe movie studios will decide to, you know, create their own theater chains. You know, maybe a Disney maybe Disney would decide, all right, we'll just get in the movie chain business so we can kind of cut out the middleman a little bit. Uh this could be their their avenue and some of these studios avenues towards doing that. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if it means you got to go to this chain to see a Disney movie, you got to go to this chain to see an AMC movie, I mean to see a Warner Bros movie or if it's or if there's overlap, but um it'll be interesting to see, you know. I imagine if Apple bought Disney. So Apple would be making movie theaters. Yeah, no, right. Apple bought <laughs> Disney, <laughs> bought AMC? You get a discount if you use your <laughs> Apple Pay. I don't know. They're yeah, I know. Paying. That's it. That's it. That's, it. that's that's the the darkest timeline, <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, this is uh. Look, I mean, right now, kind of like when we talked about the comic book stuff, like, yeah. industry, like, I feel like the movie theater industry, there will still be a demand. So if there, as long as there's any demand, like, there will be somebody to supply it, to supply for the demand. Uh, whether or not it's profitable, I don't know. Whether or not it is how the current structure is set up, probably not. There will probably be losses and casualties, uh... From a financial standpoint, because of this, but um, I'm the, I I expect though that there will be casualties, and AMC seems to be like they could be one of it, which is scary because they're the they're the industry leader, they're at the forefront. That's, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, if they're, they're
0: yeah they can. I mean, obviously, you know, sometimes the industry leader also uh, incurs more costs because they're spending more and they have they have more expensive stuff, right? They can more expensive operations. Stuff. So maybe you know maybe that should not be you know necessarily a death nail to the other. Uh, theater right. chains, but you would think that maybe if AMC can't quality. survive this, and who can? You know, because every all theaters aren't doing well or are just completely shut down at this point. So, um, so yeah, it's it's definitely unfortunate. Shout out to AMC. We certainly hope that they can uh, make it through these these very difficult times. To, to put it lightly, but. Speaking of difficult times, um, we've got to transition to what is unfortunately also not a great story, not something I take pleasure in talking about today, but I felt like we had no choice but to at least uh, bring it up. So disturbing video surfaced over the weekend of a man who holds a striking resemblance to Justice League star Ezra Miller. And in the video, he is seen assaulting a woman. Uh, the woman appears to be dancing in front of him with Miller, then asking the woman, quote, do you want to fight before choking her? And throwing her to the ground. The video cuts out at that point. It is unclear what happens after that initial tangle that happens between the two people. So I'm going to put it clear to you guys. Uh I'll give it to Shamari first. Not an easy question. But can DC move forward with Ezra's flash with this video out? <laughs> he was the number one trend on Twitter this morning.
1: With this, I'm wondering. This uh, so he's going to have to go on his apology tour. You know, he's going to have to go to this place, apologize. I'm so ashamed. I'm so sorry. I was drunk and I acted foolishly. You know, kind of bow his head. Just, you know, everything. I say sorry. You know, he's got to apologize. You know, hope that he can move on from this. Go to whatever rehab facility, whatever, you know, Warner Brothers wants to. probably pay for him to go. it will be like, just go. Get help. <laughs> you know, he's got to do all that stuff. You know, so... He hasn't said anything yet which is bizarre it's not a good sign you know um not a good sign i was just looking before we did the show to see if he said anything nothing
0: i think i think his so, i think his i'm assuming his pr team is in complete utter panic mode and just doesn't know what to do at this point yeah i mean they're definitely not happy because i think that you know anytime something like this terrible just in any any disgusting terrible act like this happens uh you're always trying to come up with what your what your story is. Because the one thing about this video, to give you guys more context, is that there is very little context. Is um, We don't know the relationship between him or the woman. I know a lot of people have been saying it was a fan that approached him, but I, I don't know if it was a fan that approached him, to be fair. I don't, yeah, we I don't, don't know. know.
1: Everyone keeps saying it's a fan. We have no idea. Right, we don't know is. who that
0: person is. If they even know him? <laughs> we don't know how he was... Not, not Now, uh, before I even say this, I am not all condoning what he did. I'm just saying we don't know what led up to the events obviously there is right. zero excuse for what happened and I'm making that very, very clear, but we don't know what happened before, um, those events. And that would add at least more context to how DC would move forward. You know, based on that info, the idea to me that we've heard zero tells me, like I said, that they're trying to craft a story and nothing's really going to add up because I just think that the optics are already as pretty much as bad as they can be. And, I think the story that's attached to it is probably not great. Otherwise, we would have heard it. We would have heard the woman spit on him. We would have heard something, you know, something. We haven't heard anything. And the fact that we have no no context or no story coming out from his side at any at all
1: <clears throat> tells me that this is as bad as it looks. That's how I look at it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it, it really doesn't look good. As you said, him saying nothing is like confirmation that it is what we think it is so that's why i'm like she she's not saying anything so um so yeah this is really bad i mean uh even the most you know even the most forgiving of flash flash fans Ezra miller fans um you know would say oh i guess she was joking laughing she seemed to be laughing in the video whatever but I mean, I feel like the second he puts his hand around it or her neck, it's like, okay, we need some kind of explanation. He needs to say something. He can't let this sit. He put his hand on her neck and dragged her to the ground. We need—he needs to say something. And it's on camera. He that was an, that was an assault.
0: There's no question about it. That was an assault. Yeah. He, now there he's could be something. There, there, there is an explanation to it. We don't know what it is, but that was an assault. Whether it was horseplay. Yeah. Whether it was someone he knew, whether the woman threatened him in some way, whether the woman was harassing him in some way. it Regardless, he did assault that woman. That is crystal clear from the video. Um, the only thing that would be the only story that and this is kind of why I kept thinking in the back of my head. I was like, well, like, like, and this is I'm really stupid because the first time I the first few times I watched it, I watched it with no sound. So I kept thinking, well, maybe he's playing a character. Like maybe this is a scene from a, a thing he's doing. Because, like, he, you know, not to. I mean, people would just say probably drag him because he's assaulting women and that's terrible. But not to drag him, but, I mean, he was dressed kind of odd. He was wearing a really long red coat with flip flops on. Like, it was a. Mm-hmm. He was a. You know, he had. It looked like longer. Like, he had a hood on or longer hair. It didn't. Like, it, I had to kind of look multiple times to see that if that actually was him because he just looked odd. Uh, and maybe that speaks to. Maybe his state uh, when this happened, but but yeah, I mean, the, the, there is there really they're, the fact that again that there is no context uh, that is not helping him because the the evidence that we yeah. have just looks horrendous. Kendall, what do you what do you and, make? And, oh, sorry, sorry, go one more time.
1: Yeah, sorry. I was just gonna say, if you haven't seen the video, check it out. It's only like f- ten, fifteen seconds.
0: And I, I, I I do warn yeah. people who, have, of course, been under any kind of assault, it, it can be triggering. So for those people, I would say, you know, maybe you don't want to watch it because it's bad. I mean, there's no, you know, I, I'm trying to think of recent. And I'm not trying to, you know, come up with a highlight reel of assaults, obviously, but just thinking of like recent incidents of like domestic violence, car on video and like how those turned out. And I don't know if, you you, you know, you didn't directly, not to diss you, but you didn't directly answer my question if DC can move forward with him. Um, oh, yes. Which is yes. fine. Okay. Right. And I'll give it to you in a second, but sure. I, I, I I I tried to say okay. I thought okay. Ray Rice, cut. This is now I'm going to the sports world. Um, Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt, kicking a woman, pushing a woman, cut. Um, Joe, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. He wasn't. He, he got. He got. Dra- <laughs> he got drafted. Um, yeah, he got drafted. He got drafted. He was suspended. He was, for, he was kicked out of school. Yeah. yeah, he was pretend. He was suspended for a year. Kicked off. Kicked off the Oklahoma football team for a year before the video surfaced. But they had seen the video, so he had a year away from college football. And I assume he lost some millions of dollars in the draft. But we don't know for sure where he would have been had that video not uh, been out there. Um, the dude, the mindly player that was uh, beating his wife in the stadium, that guy. They got rid of immediately. Um, so I, I don't, I can't think of any scenario in recent memory where any kind of assault on a woman led to that person keeping their job not, not, in in in, in, in the in the in the in the interim, or at least in the immediate future. Have those guys? Some of them gone, Correct, co- exactly. continued, and got work still. Again, Mixon was drafted, They'd go back and play football at Are Oklahoma. Cream Hunt, you know, suspended. Cut, but is in the league, is on a team, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, so there are, and then of course there are instances, plenty of it got instances with people that we don't have video of that are still working. But the instances we had video, and I, I hate to only bring up sports, and if I can think of other examples,
1: I wish I could. And maybe I should Google it before. We, I mean, we it's really a good thing that this, this doesn't, I mean, or at least that, it seems like this doesn't happen very often. You know, I mean,
0: he's and, and, not on camera. He's not on I, camera. You know,
1: um, you know, but yeah,
0: I, which leads me to say, I, I, they got to get him out of there. I, I don't think this. I think this is cut and dry. I think this is he is over for him, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't think. I don't. Wow. I don't think you can come back from this. No, I don't. I, I think that at the end of the day, yo, the the excuse he has to have is got to be Teflon. And I just don't. I I just I don't think that's the case. Like I don't think like the only issues I can think of that could maybe make him survive this is we were horse playing, and I or took shooting I went to a movie too,
2: or shooting a commercial. We're shoot, yeah. yeah we're
0: shooting something absolutely I think could help him. Or I think even the horseplay thing could be like yeah we were horseplaying I took it too far. She's a good friend of mine and we're still friends and we have no beef, but we were horseplaying and I I went too far like. I'm. I'm not saying it's a good excuse. I'm not saying I'd give him the benefit of the doubt. But I'm saying in terms of Warner Brothers and what they would do, I think that there's a chance he could sur- maybe survive that. Yeah. I don't think um. any. Of, I don't. I don't think either of those situations are happening though. Watching the video now, too many times at this point for me. I. I don't know anyone in the right mind thinks that that's what's happening in that video. So, it's over for him, fam. Like I'm not saying he can't end up being an actor and doing. Something, you know, five, six, seven years down the line. I'm not even saying he still won't get work in other, you know, smaller films and stuff. But, I mean, The Flash and that role is such a high-profile role at this point. You can't be trotting him out there with that video out there. Every time he goes on a press run, every time he gets, Test anytime time you got to even talk about The Flash, we're talking about that video for the next two or three years. No way can you handle that. Beyond the so, fact that someone that did that probably shouldn't be the face of your company. I oh mean, that, oh you that. know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like okay. if we, can go, we can go on the PR fight of whether or not they can survive this. There's also the, hey, maybe the guy that's choking women out on the street with people with camera phones out, maybe that's not the guy you should be I, trusting so much money invested in. Maybe that's not the kind of character you want reflected on your company. Like, Ezra Miller clearly has some issues that he needs to address and that he needs to get figured out. And that's his fight. But that can't be DC's fight. That can't be Warner Brothers' fight. I, they gotta decide at a certain I, 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 point that's not what we represent. We don't want that as our we don't want that kind of person as the face of our company. We gotta get him the hell out of here. I don't think that there's any debate to me.
2: I haven't said anything yet but <laughs> rare,
0: but, rare time. Kendall has yeah. <laughs> this Usually Kendall, yeah, I, collect, yeah, he, I collect my thoughts. Yeah. Kendall quick, usually quick with the, you quick with the whips it. and he's not, he's not someone that's shy with his words, but yes, this will be the first time you said anything. So please Kendall, what do you think about this?
2: So part of me agrees with you guys where it's like, you want to, you know, I don't say overreact, but you want to, you want to react quickly and say, you know, you got to get this guy out of here, you know? The the video like is jarring. James Gunn type situation. Right, like a James Gunn situation. James Gunn, we, we discussed that obviously and obviously we know where we know where that ended up. Um and I agree if if all things that if if all the things that we speculated are true in terms of like, you know, it was a fan and he choked her, put her pushed her to the ground and you know, so and so in public, like all this stuff. Leaves you believe he can't continue. For me, though, I'm at the point where i I, I want to wait. you know I, as I'm not I'm not like I'm not Warner Brothers, and obviously Warner Brothers in an interesting position, but like the fact that we've heard nothing is is strange. and you know, I want to wait till there's, you know a police report or something's been filed or at least a statement from him giving an explanation um, or statement from the person that got choked out or, the, or a statement from the person that shot the videos, what they saw, it's been very quiet so far. And the video is very out of context. And the context isn't super relevant, but um, just in terms of, you know, just the, the, the legitimacy, you know what I mean? Because if nobody ever says anything, then I think... I, I think Warner Brothers should be fine with we'll keeping him on board. I mean, it's for me this is similar to to what we talked about months ago with Jeremy Renner. I mean, we thought Jeremy Renner would never work in Hollywood again. And Hawkeye. I mean, they're just gonna they're gonna move forward with Jeremy Renner. With but Hawkeye. unfortunately, and, Kendall,
0: and not to cut you off, and I'll let you continue. But as we've seen with almost every domestic high profile domestic case, like. So no, no evidence. There's gonna yeah. be for some people, and I'll say a lot of people, a presumption of innocence before proven guilty. Without any video evidence yeah, or anything. With that. And and so 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 with Renner, like we said on this show, I said that's what Disney is holding on to me. And I said, like, I thought it was risky to keep him on only because my thing was if What's the other shooter drop? Unfortunately, right. with these the scenarios, scenario
2: like you wonder, yeah. right?
0: Unfortunately, with these scenarios, not one person. Like it's oh, you know, five one years, year, five yeah. years before, you know, he did this to me, and and like a lot of these times, these abusers have patterns of abuse. So the idea that it's a one-off, or even that if it didn't happen, that oh well, this is only one thing, and we don't even think he really did it. It's like well, who's <laughs> to say someone else may not come up with more that Actually, has video evidence or has photographic evidence. So. But Renner didn't have that happen. So, like, that kind of saved him. But even but Miller, there's video evidence of him choking a woman
2: and throwing it to the ground. So, that's valid if we hear the story. But if we never get anything... And you I don't, don't think that, that video is enough to for a dismissal? He's, he's got to say something. If if he doesn't say I, anything... I, I think he's got to say And something. no one says anything... But
0: first of all, he's going to say something. Because he... If he says nothing, like, let's say if DC and one of us decide we just gonna let this joint we're rock. It, right? yeah, we never gonna see we're never bro. gonna say it again, again. Even if that happens, even if Eric says we're just gonna let this go fly under the rug. At some point, the dude's gotta show his face. At some point, yeah. At some point he's gotta answer a question. At some point he's gotta go to a movie premiere. I
2: mean Warner He's bro- going to be, be asked at- the
0: first time he, he steps foot outside. I know a lot of people aren't outside right now because of coronavirus. Maybe that's helping them right now. But it may it may be the fact that coronavirus is happening is actually helping him in the sense that our attention is just not on this nonsense from this clown. But as soon as he steps outside, he's gonna have to answer for this. I don't believe I don't in this fantasy world can that he can avoid this. Or anybody can avoid this.
2: But I think Warner Brothers is dealing with a different but also interesting issue with Amber Heard. Because if you come out with Aquaman 2. And now she's gonna be asked questions about art. Right, so what happened with Johnny Depp. I I like I don't know if that's like if they if they feel confident that they can move forward with that I
1: And mean, with that whole situation, I feel like that
2: Now that goes well, back like to the to the Jeremy Renner thing where it's like it's, it's a little more foggy, it's a little cloudier so it's yeah, like I was gonna say, even with that, there's
1: so much he said she said right. And he says she's abusing him and she says he abused her right and you know but there's just a lot of back and
2: forth but my thing is like if there was if if there's no police anything there's no like statement from anybody and this completely gets you're trying to be flash isn't gonna come out for three years like if if in three years if he's asked about this he can rub he can brush it off and i don't think people really care that's why I think they don't have to do anything until or unless something comes out. If we, if we hear tomorrow or we hear next week statement or, you know, uh, TMZ has an interview with the person that, you know, <laughs> the person in the video. Now he's screwed. Now, like, yeah, now they have to act because, like. But I feel like, like Ken, are living in. in it, it, you're, it,
0: but I feel like that presumption lives in Ezra Miller's perfect world where he never, ever has to address what happened.
2: I, like of course like he eventually have to address it. But my thing is but I think that I
0: think he falls he apart as soon as he has how is he gonna brush this aside? How how is he gonna do that?
2: I'm saying in the in the in the world where if you're Warner Brothers and you're 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 looking at him as the flash. And look, I don't know what movies he has in between that. Like you may have to deal with this before we get to to the flash, but if we're talking about just the flash, if you're waiting to then till then, like
0: but you know it's not gonna be three years. I mean, we don't know with coronavirus, but let's just say the 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 release date holds, it's not gonna be three years. He's gonna have to do interviews before then. And also, even even beyond that, this is so outrageous, it don't even matter. forget about oh, I'll wait for the press run. This is again, as soon as his head pops out of his hole, no pun intended, that was a little weird way to put that, but you know what I'm saying. Like, as soon as as he steps outside, this is an issue, and I think I think you're underestimating how little, and maybe I'm projecting here, but that's fine because this is a commentary show. I think you're underestimating how little he's gonna have to explain for this. Like, I think you're just assuming that he can just step out and people will ask him, he'll be like, "Oh, I, like next question." Like, he can just do that for years.
2: It's it's, gonna it's, be it's, a
0: it's, it's it's impossible. There's no way he can do that. This is a it's video. So, he was a number one trend on Twitter, Kendall. Everyone in the world was talking about that's this that's
2: Interesting because like this was this was hot on Twitter, but like the media has been very quiet. So that's why I wonder. But it's only because, because of the, the coro- but
0: was only because of the coronavirus.
2: How will the Hollywood establishment? But you go on Hollywood Reporter and they the most they talk about is I guess there's a video out there.
0: Right, because forever. they because they have a responsibility.
2: They got to be careful.
0: Right, to, like, to 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 they got to verify it's him. They got to verify who the person was. Like,
2: but like, that, and that's my thing. If nothing ever comes out, if there's no conversation. But like Kendall, like, that's not something. Me.
0: But Kendall, something is going you to see, come you know, out. Like, something is gonna come out though. Like that's why I don't understand this stance you're taking. Like something is going to happen, even if we never hear from that woman. Even if there is no release police report, he's going to have to explain himself. At the very minimum, that's going okay. to happen. And okay. the idea that Kendall, so I, you're, so you're I gotta assuming hear that, it, but
2: Kendall, so I, gotta hear his
0: I don't and, see how he can survive whatever he's going to say.
1: And one thing also, Kendall, is like, like he well, he's got to say something for many reasons. So he has to say something. One, because it looks like and sounds like him. When I, listen, when I watch yeah, it that, like I watch you're, that you're, I'm like, that's Ezra Miller. I don't think that's not Ezra if Miller. You've seen, if you've seen like the video, that's like. Ezra Miller. You know, like, it's obvious. Like, even EJ, I know you You even said it appears to be Ezra Miller. To me, I was kind of like, that is Ezra Miller. You know, right. We all know that's Ezra Miller. If you've seen, you know, BBS or, or uh, Justice League, you know that's Ezra Miller. But, I mean, which, so that is him. So he just has to explain, and he has to. Because I feel like if he doesn't, and I feel like, like there may be some underestimating like just how just how hated and and at, rightfully so people that like abuse women are Right. They're, Kendall, if you... It, I mean, look at any of these sports guys that choked yeah, out. Yeah, that's why them. I'm surprised you're taking the
0: stance, Kendall. It's like, they're
1: not, they're not just getting... It's people right. ain't gonna forget about this. Yeah, really right,
0: Like, I just feel, people feel like, like...
1: People are supposed to be like, oh, well, I mean, what what, what happened? like, no, he choked a woman out on video. <laughs> like, <laughs> she didn't want it. Right. People, they were talking about it on the internet. That's another right. thing. Like, they it, went like, on the internet and was like, yeah, he choked my friend out.
0: Kendall, you like, know? that's one thing. Like, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like you're also missing... So that's the, why it's... You're so missing the room, though, Kendall. Like this was. Him, I don't know. Dude, if he did this to a male fan, I'd say yeah, he could survive this. It'd be bad, but I'd say he could survive it. It was some just some dude. Look, I just I know, I, I, know. But I like, but about. like the but Kendall, we I know we about. we know one how terrible assaults on women are and how just awful that is in general. But just clearly, this country, this country as a whole, just at a certain point, it just decides not to tolerate certain things. It tolerates a lot of crap for a long period of time. And at a certain point, they decide, all right, that's just not that's like taboo isn't the word, but like you know, it, it's just like that's a line too far. Like okay. you can't be a you can't be a person <laughs> within our society that's out, <laughs> out out in public and stuff and be okay with it. And I thought that around the Ray Rice situation, putting your hands on a woman in pub or oh, putting her on a woman period. But if there's any video evidence of that you put your hands on a woman, you're done you're done like i'm not you may you may be able to make a comeback maybe but initially no you're like so I- you're, you're 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 there's no chance you can come back from that and with that context i don't see kind where this fairy tale is for him that if people just ignore me for years i can just show up as a flash making jokes and and, you know, taking pictures with the kids. He ain't, he ain't taking pictures with the kids. No. Signing autographs. Taking pictures with the kids. And it's going to be good.
1: That, it's made worse that he's supposed to be the funny guy. He ain't going to be funny <laughs> no more. I ain't going to be laughing not do ha- ha- Not to say he that
0: would have helped man. him, but he only got the bad guy persona it's to made. even to back him up on it. Like, he just... This is just awful. He yeah, has no... Like, there's no... Not that, again, not that there's any silver lining to a normal assault on a woman. But I think there have been people who... I I think in some ways, even athletes, football players who have, because of the assumption of, oh, these guys are, you know, bad boys and, you know, it's a gruff and tumble, violent sport. And, you know, like, I I think not those, again, they got all those guys to to F out of there almost every time. But, like, I think with this, like, he doesn't even have that going for him. The few people that would have been making that argument for him, like, is not even there. It's not that, oh, you know how Ezra is. He's kind of crazy. Like, they were doing for Conor McGregor when he was punching out, like, 60-year-old men. 60, 70-year-old men in bars. Like, there were some of his fans are like, yo, like, okay, he's, he, he messed up. But, like, yo, like, he's Conor McGregor. Like, he let the best, you know, he let, like, his stuff get the best of him or whatever. Like, having that kind of persona can actually help you in these scenarios. He doesn't even have that.
2: Yeah, I mean.
0: Like, I, I, I've given my, like I said, I think he has a very, very... Narrow path to remaining as so, a flash. I think again. If, 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 I were if somehow money, if somehow he could it. he could convince the one, people that this is a friend of his and they were horse playing and they went too far and he didn't know he's on camera. I don't know
2: what the excuse is going to be, or he was
0: acting. Otherwise, I, there's I don't see there. I don't there's nothing. I don't know. I what don't he know can what say. the
2: excuse is going to be. I don't know. There may not be an excuse. going could be an apology. But all I'll say is this: uh, two things. One, we saw this play out not not even two three weeks ago the baby the rapper the baby smacks a female fan in the crowd and we were like oh we is that him it kind of looks like him and he, he goes on the apology tour and we don't we don't even remember that you know like now again they go through things an image thing it's like uh you know it's a different character sadly, Kendall, but sadly still, i would
0: say hip-hop's treatment toward women yeah, Again, it it's about it's about what you what we tolerate,
2: right? And but I'm like, a rap
0: hip hop fan, and that's horrendous. But at the end of the day, I think general movie fan what they what and the movie company what they tolerate and what rap label and rap fans tolerate is a whole different ball game. Yeah.
2: All right. Am I wrong so, about that? Like, do you Latinx do you not see that? No, no, I yeah, that, and that's and I agree with that. But the last thing I was gonna say is that I think if I were if I were putting money on this, my guess is Ezra Miller will will put I don't know if he's gonna play the Flash again. If like like if there will be a Flash movie, my money will be that it'll be the Ezra Miller. Um, I don't know if there's ever gonna be a Flash movie. But if they do plan on having this Flash movie coming out two years, three years, four years, whatever it is, my guess is it'll be Ezra Miller.
1: And EJ, to answer your question, originally, do I think he can survive this? He's going to have to go on his apology tour. He's going to have to, you know, go to whatever rehabs, whatever anonymous, what alcohol is anonymous, whatever. He's going to have to go to whatever Warner Brothers says. You have to go do this. You have to go do that. He's going to have to go. He's going to have to do it. He's gonna have to apologize several times. Say, oh, I've reshaped my life. I've reshaped how I view women, how I view the world, et cetera. He's going to have to say all those things. He's going to have to do all those things. And hopefully they work. And do I think he can still be the Flash? Yes. I mean, will it forever be tainted? Yes. Do I think Warner Brothers should look elsewhere? Yes. Another reason I don't think, you know, another reason I don't think he can just shrug this off is, I mean, he's not, he doesn't have the same star power as, say, Momoa. I mean, Ezra Miller is, I mean, he's expendable. He's replaceable. He's 100% expendable. And Warner Brothers knows that. (laughs) <laughs> so, you know, so I, I think he's just gonna have to apologize. I think he could, I I do, I personally think he can still be the Flash, but him not saying nothing, if, it, if a, it stays like yeah, this, he ain't gonna be the
2: Flash. There's gonna be that thing from, from his camp, you know, again, if they don't, if, if there's comes, if there becomes nothing from the side of the person on the video, or the person taking the video, then his camp's gonna have to weigh, all right, if you apologize or if you even say anything. Well, say, I won't say if you, if you don't say anything, but if you apologize, then is that an admission of guilt? And now, does that make you? A, now that make if you if you admit guilt, now that makes you way more like all right. Now it's gonna be harder yeah, than
1: for no, you I, to keep. I, th- I think they. I so mean, I still, I, mean, I think they'd be extremely foolish to, to even start even thinking that. Because like I said, that's him. We all know it's him. He can't. Uh, he can't deny it. Yeah, that. He, he, yeah he I don't. I don't think he himself. can. I don't think he can deny
0: that. I think that. Like yeah. that's him. <laughs> That's him. So, yeah, I disagree, Kendall. I think that, I mean, as yeah. you guys can, <laughs> the listener can tell, uh, I feel strongly in the direction that I think that his time as a Flash is over. I think that I've given you guys the narrow path that I can see maybe Warner Brothers trying to stick it out. And even if they try to stick it out, I don't know if they're going to make it to whenever this movie comes out. Like, they like there is a luxury to the idea that it happened during this terrible coronavirus pandemic and is being buried i just feel like the internet lives forever and stuff people do even 10 years ago comes back i just don't see how in 2022 2023 2024 whatever we're supposed to see the flash again he's a superhero comedic fun loving character that you are gonna be trotting that guy out in front of kids and young women young girls and that's the guy you're not there with a video like that and him never addressing it that's to me the again as I said before a yeah. fairy tale that will not happen I think that yeah, he's definitely. gonna have to apologize or say something and the question is will that be enough is there a story that can make that video not seem as malignant and grotesque as it looks and yeah. again I think that there's a the, the I think I think it's very narrow I said I think the only thing I can think of is horseplay with a friend that went too far didn't know I was being taped we're cool we we horseplay that all the time but we shouldn't and I learned a lot and I apologize he's still gonna get killed for it but I see a scenario where DC says they're standing standing by him maybe um the other scenario is um well I forgot what the other scenario I mentioned but that definitely the other one whatever the other one was I don't think it's very likely and that's the one that's acting acting <laughs> right right that was the one Well, it was an acting scene and we I did not know I was being filmed, and whatever. I think that well, that's that's. Well, even if I was, killed, but I didn't well, think I was being, it would come out. Well, the mm-hmm. problem is the guy runs and says, "Yo, chill, chill, chill." That's why I think it's hard to even say that I knew I was being filmed, or whatever. Like, no. so I think because the guy didn't expect to see that, you know. But right. to me, right. I think if if somehow he can, if any of those those stories stick, the problem is I don't think the second one can stick because I I think it's so easy to prove that that's not true. Like, all you need is one person to be like, nah, fam, that wasn't an act. And then that's blown up. The horseplay and friends thing, I mean, that's... What they
2: can't do is... Like, that, like, if that really
0: is his friend and that really was horseplay, I feel like that's something that's way more verifiable.
2: It would be foolish for them to, to lie. Because once you come out with a lie, like, that could be easily... I agree, 100%. It would be, that would be easily, uh, you know, refutable. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess my thing is I've been so, like... I've seen... We've seen this story now recently. Shamari mentioned James Gunn. Even Disney reacted in firing James Gunn. And he's back. We we saw with... Uh, you know, Jeremy Renner. That was because people... Was but people wrapped I was their... I to listen to what we said when Jeremy Renner... When the Jeremy Renner thing came out. We probably thought he was done. I thought he was done. But the thing about we like, Gunn, Kendall... i was going to do a Hawkeye show now.
0: But the difference with Gunn, Kendall, was... There were powerful people. And...
2: Warner Brothers, I don't want, I don't know
0: I don't know if I want to say millions of fans but a lot of a thousands of fans at the very least that wrap their arms around Gunn during that scenario saying this is bad we don't condone it but he's a great person he's done so much he's grown so much they need to give him a chance. Who's wrapping their arms around Ezra Miller? No one's wrapping their arms around him after this happened. What Gunn did in the lexicon of our society, I'm not saying it's better, I'm not saying it's worse, I'm not passing judgment. I'm talking about just what it is. Was is way more acceptable and way more forgivable than Ezra. I don't know how that's arguable.
2: So I'm not saying they are one for one. I'm just saying in 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 the in the the the. But my the, point is, each, initial, but my point is, is each thing has context. Is, whatever the initial energy is, that doesn't necessarily always end up being the end result. But Kendall, all Once I'm trying to the, say is, I the only fact, reason
0: why I bring fact,
2: that up, though, facts are still very are we don't know.
0: All the reason why, I last, my, my last thing all I'll say this is kind of the only reason why I bring that up is because, like you said, just like context with what is in this video is important, context with comparing it to other examples is important. And I think my disagreement with you right now is you're presenting examples where people survive without context. And I'm saying none of those factors that were that favored. Those troubled individuals is at play here. How? how do None you guys of them. Play? Not not with Gunn. I mean, that was the day that came out. Of me, I was like, no one's wrapping their arms around Ezra Miller. Like a lot of people saying, yes, what Gun did was terrible, but that was a long time ago. Look at who he is now. He represents good in general. He's a great talent. Give him a chance.
2: I guess my and, thing
0: is, look, and Ezra, like this. I don't know. You don't think that that's gonna happen? I mean, I mean, you
2: be like, one hundred. You don't you think that like people that Hunt. that. And Joe Mixon, and like, those guys were, like, arrested. And they're still playing. My no, is my mind, can, by, been arrested. But think about
0: what I said in the beginning, Ken, though. I said that you have to pay some kind of penance and then you make a, a return. That's what I said. So, I'm not saying he can't ever come back ever. I'm saying he he's back, a yet. flash right now. He was a flash this year. We saw him in a, in a TV show. We saw him in the suit this year. So, th- again... I'm saying right now, can he continue? Of course not. <laughs> that, I, like, like, I'm not saying he. And I said in the beginning, I'm not saying he can't ever act. I think he will act again, for sure, guaranteed. Pull up. But there's no, there's team. no way you're telling me yeah, that he.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I tend to agree with you. I don't think they can. If he doesn't, especially if he doesn't say anything, I think. I personally, I think that makes it worse if he doesn't say anything. Um. I do want to ask though, do you guys do you guys think his 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 being a member of the LGBTQ community is going to have any effect on how the situation plays out? I I personally think it can hurt him because a lot of his followers are people that may you know be more particularly sentences. sympathetic to this kind of abuse. For sure. So I think it will 100% come back to bite him. And yeah, it's, it's going to be very damaging. But I, it's, I a, it's a great question. I don't I don't
0: know my initial instinct. You made a great point. Cause My initial initial instinct told me I thought it may help him because as we've seen with like, again, I'm not trying to anytime I bring out other people, I'm not trying to compare what's worse and what's better. I'm just bringing up other troubled individuals. But when I think of like Michael Irvin or OJ Simpson, not Michael, sorry, Michael Vick, sorry, Michael Irvin. Michael Vick, he has issues, but no, yeah, that's not the, where I'm going. Sorry, Michael Vick and like O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Regardless of what the act or alleged act that happened, there was clearly a tribalism around. He's one of us. We gotta protect him. Amongst some in the black community, that is undeniable. So, right. in my head, and and there are other examples for other groups where that's happened. I can't quite remember an LGBTQ scenario where someone did something really terrible and like, how did
2: they react? But my instinct and my gut, I mean, you my gut the tells honestly, me, with the, whatchamacallit, Wait, what? Yeah, The Jesse Smollett. That was the most recent. Yeah. Well,
0: I guess, I guess the only difference with that was, I think that there was the idea that people, yeah, I guess that's a fair point. And I think there was a lot of that tribalism initially. I just feel like he was eventually proven to be a fraud. I think kind of, everyone kind of yeah, people off. kind of different That's back. the way that's the only difference. But yeah, yeah, I would I think that's a fair point that in the beginning when there was still questions, I would say there that tribalism existed amongst the LGBTQ community and the black community about this is our struggle that we I deal think, with all the time. Of course this happens.
2: so specific to their actual issue where this is like him just you Well, know, what I would say is the well, well, woman. like well, that. The only reason why I would say I disagree with kind that kind of okay.
0: Yeah, but the only But the only reason I disagree with that is because as people who study this know, uh, members of the LGBT community are far more at risk for domestic violence than any other group. So that's the only reason why that's the only reason why that's why what Shamari said was so poignant. I was like, that's a great point I didn't think about, because at first I thought, well, the tribalism may say he's he did a terrible thing, but he's one of us and he's one of the most high profile people that is one of us. Give him a chance. But then I thought, well he did this thing that again is one of the 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 absolute um i don't talking points makes it kind of i don't want to trivialize it like that but it's a major sticking point for a lot of lgbtq activists domestic violence and the violence that they face so it kind of goes both ways i don't know to, i think it's a yeah. great question sham i
1: don't i don't know it was him saying nothing if that's what I say, he's gotta say something. He's gotta come out. He's gotta say whatever he's gotta to say to to uh, to appease his fans, to appease
2: I, the, I the Hollywood. You, yeah. Whatever he
0: does, and I'm not. I don't want to make light of this, but whatever he does, do not mention the coronavirus pandemic.
2: Yeah, like John oh, Jones. Yeah, he's not gonna apologize. Yeah,
0: Jones. yeah, John Jones. You guys don't know John Jones, USC fighter, arrested for DUI <laughs> and firing a gun allegedly, and yeah, he yeah, said, the, stress he, of the, he, the, the, the stretch of time. the current times was got to him. And we got him you need to get him out of there, too. So we don't just whatever is that it cannot be that 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 will not he will be fired the minute that statement comes out. I'll tell you that right now. Um, Yeah, man, sad story, man. I don't you know, I don't take uh,
1: yeah. pleasure
0: at all in and even talking about a story like that. And we questioned whether we should. I thought we had to because I think eventually there's going to be a major fallout to this. I think that some action is going to happen. In my opinion, which is why I thought it was important to mention it. Um, let's get to the good times, though. This show, this podcast started with some sorry times, some some clown behavior, beyond criminal behavior, arguably, or maybe, I mean, arguably, uh, to start the show. Let's get to uh, at least, you know, the fun stuff, the movie stuff, the new stuff, the non-problematic stuff. So um, let's talk about the Marvel movie calendar. So we now have an official new different slate for phase four. Marvel unveiled this new calendar now that Black Widow officially officially been moved back to november 6th and it has ripple effects across the entire slate for phase four so here's where things stand as i said black widow november 6th 2020 eternals which was previously on that same date now it's pushed back to no uh excuse me february 12th of 2021 next year shang chi which was supposed to be in february and that same date, gets moved to may 7th 2021 that doctor strange uh movie that's supposed to come out at uh may uh may of that year is now moved to november 2021 thor love and thunder previously for november moved to february 2022 um the untitled marvel movie that was for february 2022 that we kept asking what that was just removed off the schedule no longer there so we don't know what that even means um and Captain Marvel, which we did not have as any uh, release date yet, now has a release date. Um, and that, would, uh, which was originally announced for 7-8, now uh, on 7-29, July 29th, uh, 2022. So, new uh, release date for Captain Marvel. Um, Black Widow, officially November. A lot of changes here, guys. I'll go to Kendall first. Which one of these changes
2: sticks out to you the most? Um, I mean, they're all kind of, they all kind of working in, in congruence, you know, they all kind of work in harmony. One moves back and then they all kind of take each other's place. Um, but I mean, look, the, the, obviously the one that, I, that we have to focus on at least for me is, is, is Black Widow, pushing that back to November and, but then yet still keeping Mulan in July. And I think that's interesting because them putting Mulan in July, you would think, suggests that they think theaters could be open in July. Um, although I have a theory on that, but if that were the case, why wouldn't you just push Black Widow back to July? You know, I think the initial, their initial plans were to have Black Widow come out in July before James Gunn uh, came off Guardians 3. Because Guardians was supposed to come out in April or May. And then, I think Black was supposed to come out in July. But then once Guardians 3 had to get pushed back, then they moved Black Widow back up. So it's strange that they wouldn't move that to back to July, unless... Well, nothing's in July, and I think that's because we won't have movies in July. That's my well, that's But, but like, Mulan's in July, which is strange. Mulan's apparently Now, it makes you wonder, is that... Because they think China will be open in Possibly. July? Possibly. And they feel like, alright, even if... Nothing's open in America. We release it in China, get whatever box office we can get, and we just put it on Disney Plus. You know, like that could be, or we release it in English, you know, in in November or in the fall or whatever on Disney Plus. That could be the theory. And that's 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 my r- working theory right now. But um the November release date. Look, I think that's still slightly optimistic. I think I think it's foolish if they if they're just gonna if they're going November. That's it. Like, we're putting it out in November. No matter what happens, the box office is gonna be screwed. And we just have to understand that's the universe that we live in. And I mean, if they're willing to take the hit, then they got to be willing to take the hit. Um, there will be have to be an adjustment in our, you know, projections. There has to be an adjustment in our uh, kind of analysis of the numbers when black widow comes back and it's 50 million you can't look at that as a massive loss i mean it is a massive loss but we can't we have to understand can't the context that means
1: the movie's bad yeah
2: the movie's bad or the movie did poorly or couldn't have worked and you know yeah. some people will use that argument you can't do a black widow movie and it'd be successful but that's to me i think there's plenty of intrigue and there's plenty of uh excitement and hype for this movie mm-hmm. um but I'm just—look, I, I, I'm just being realistic, where I just don't think that there's going to be a massive crowd in November going to go see—that that wants to go see Black Widow. I think there are going to be people that want to see it because it's a Marvel movie and, like, people will see it anyway. But there will be increased piracy, probably. There will be people that just say, I don't got to see this one, especially since it's Black Widow. Like, I'm just—I'm not confident. I And I've been the one championing that they have to—they should have just put it on Disney+. Plus and— they would have gotten a lot of great PR, but they—they they, they, I understand the reasons why they want to—they want to stick with the theatrical release. But you know, and it, again, there's a lot of I think they read the conversation. I think the, the the narrative and the main narrative that persisted that from the Black Widow fans and the people that really really wanted to see this movie that it deserves a theatrical release and that. Don't shortcut it. Give it everything that you know you would have given to an Iron Man movie or a Captain America movie. I didn't buy that because I was like, I want to see the movie as soon as possible. Um, I think we all understand the times that we were in and that things have to be adjusted. But I think they're gonna. I think they understand that there would be a, a large segment of people that would have been massively upset that were excited for this movie if they put it on Disney Plus. So I think they decided to go with just pushing it back for now. I say for now because I don't know if it's still gonna come out in November. We'll see if it ends up having to get pushed back again. I think if you go full tilt, you're just gonna have to understand that you're gonna deal with some losses. So they may have to make another adjustment if things aren't open until next year.
1: Um I mean when it comes to this uh, schedule, uh, I mean I understand them not, you know, dropping to put it on Disney Plus. Uh I, I mean I think that it really depends on what our society will look like, which we have no idea what our society will look like. They will take a loss because that's just what all movies are gonna do until the coronavirus situation slows down. So they're gonna take a loss. It's not gonna be a box office hit. No movies are gonna be box office hits. So it's not. And it's not. So that's something. That's at least something. I guess they can, you know, know and understand that they're not just a, the only. It's not like their movies suck or they need to fire anybody (laughs) it's just that no movie's gonna do well so you know they just need to put out what they have and you know hope that this situation resolves as quickly as a as it as it can so that people feel more comfortable going out to the movies again um so yeah i mean they're gonna lose a lot of people I i think i think i think both black widow and the eternals depending on you know how fast we get this vaccine i think um uh What's the next one? Shang Chi, right? After uh, yeah, I think Shang Chi. Well, yeah, Eternals. Yeah, right yeah. after Eternals. Yeah, then Shang Chi. I think Shang Chi. I mean, it, again, depends on depending on when we get this vaccine and when all this stuff happens. But I think Shang Chi should be okay. That's my guess. If I had to guess, I'd say Shang Chi. The box office should be fine. They'll probably. I mean, they were losing all this money every day on, on producing right. Shang Chi. So I don't know if they'll. I don't know if, how much they'll recoup. <laughs>
2: But, yeah, yeah, the the, the, out, yeah, the overall yeah the net the <laughs> net you know
1: yeah gain from, the gross. from yeah the gross or yeah so um but yeah you know um they're gonna take a lot of hits but um yeah I mean the movie Black Widow specifically isn't gonna do very well I mean Feige even said he said today it was either today or yesterday um, that Black Widow is gonna tie in a lot of stuff from the Infinity Saga yes I think he's trying to get more people to care about Black Widow.
2: Um but I mean it's, it's hard to really care about like we're doing these times, man. It's just it is what it is. And I obviously I care about it from a fan perspective, but like
1: you know people know it's gonna come out in streaming anyway. I mean I think a lot of people uh you know, especially now and health is health. You know, if someone doesn't if someone feels like they're be putting themselves or somebody else at risk by going out, they're just gonna choose to stay in and just wait and stream it. I mean they're not like us, they're not doing a show where we where they ha- they feel like they have to go see it they don't uh so yeah it's, it's gonna be very interesting to see i'm gonna withhold judgment on whether or not black widow is just not gonna do well at the box
0: office i didn't get that's a blatant statement that i need more evidence to show me before i agree with i'm not saying that you guys are wrong but my only trepidation is how much of the country is taking this coronavirus thing seriously and there's evidence suggests that there are entire states that just aren't, not to be political on this show, but that just is what it is. There are states that aren't doing stay at home orders. People still are congregating in mass numbers on beaches, on all this stuff. Like now that now uh, that's what that's why I'm not saying that. That's why I'm saying I want to withhold because my thing is again, there may be catastrophic ramifications for those actions being taken right now. That may make people feel differently in seven months but or eight months i'm gonna try to do a quick math there um but like no yeah seven i was right (laughs) but on, on on this thing it's just hard for me to say i don't know maybe there'll be a feeling like there were you know for people who were in new york going to yankees and mets games and how those first games were sellouts and they were big big uh events you know, obviously, what we, you know, if Mulan does come out in July or whatever, and some of these other movies do come out, then we would have had other movies. But maybe there will be some kind of rallying cry to try to save things. I I don't know. I can't predict what happens in seven months. This world right now is as unpredictable as I ever remember, maybe with the exception of 9-11. After that, you didn't know what the next day was going to look like living in New York City. So I just don't know. So that's why I'm not going to say, I mean, you guys make great points, and it's possible. I think that. In many ways, it's probably more likely that it won't do well, but I'm just not gonna say for sure. Nope, won't do well. Um, but the thing that stuck out to me, you guys mentioned Shang-Chi, and I, I'm, we all, and now again, I don't know how this whole thing even affects how we think of movies now, but I think of, you know, May release date for Marvel, man, that's a massive, massive, massive deal. And Shang-Chi originally was in the, you know, the February spot, which was the kind of like kids' table spot, kind of the precursor spot. It was where the people, no, the the characters who, you know, we they thought maybe weren't there yet, and maybe they were hoping to get to that building at some point would eventually go. (laughs) Yeah, proving spot exactly, and it goes straight from February. You know, that was a spot where famously Black Panther thrived in historic ways, but it's going straight from that spot that proved to be a very effective spot for Marvel right up to the big leagues with a May seventh release date. I mean, that's that is start of summer movie season. In a major way, for a character that is largely unknown, and they'll be introducing characters that we probably really haven't seen in the Marvel universe in a major way. Obviously, the Mandarin is going to have a factor in this movie; he's the villain in this movie. But we haven't—that was Iron Man three at this point was a long time ago. We haven't actually seen the real Mandarin yet, so it's not like this is a recurring character appearing. So. That to me is so fascinating. That's the most fascinating thing about this is that's a movie that was not in that kind of big spotlight. And now it goes in that spotlight. I'm very fascinated to see what that means. Um, I'm also fascinated to see what having a movie like Doctor Strange, which was in that may- spot, and uh, we we made all these you know big conclusions that you know this is probably gonna be a major crossover movie, major blockbuster type movie that they were trying to do for Doctor Strange. Now that movie sitting in the November spot, like, just how does that work, and how does that look, and how does that affect the box office number that they were maybe looking for for Doctor Strange? I, I mean, the scripts aren't going to change for these movies; they are what they are. So I expect it still to be that mega box office crossover type movie. And now it's sitting in not a terrible spot for movies, but it's not Christmas. It's not. It's not, even, it's not Christmas. It's not you know the beginning of summer or middle of summer. So it's kind of in a little bit of a no man's land spot in November that's well, how's, that, how's time, that gonna right? sit
2: Yes, that's where it was last time. yeah so I mean I guess they, I guess some of this some of this calendar still makes sense. It's still kind of consistent with what they've done. I, you know, I don't want to take too much from it because like you said it's this is kind of none of this is what they planned, you know, and like we know what their we know what their visions of these movies were. Uh, initially and that got in terms of where where they would ideally want to place them, you know, Change He was supposed to come out in February, uh, which is I believe is Asian American Heritage Month. So like that that now is scrapped. You know, but you kinda have to deal with it. Um you put it in May and like you just said that is that has been a prime time slot for Marvel, but I mean it's obvious they didn't want it to come out in May you know, if they had their wish, I think it'd be coming out in February, but, you know, you can't really push it back further than that, because uh, then you have to push everything else back further than that, and I don't think they wanted to overlap with two Marvel movies in the same season, so, I don't know, it's kind of, on the one hand, like, you know, you do want to, you you know, you want to overanalyze, but since at the, other, at the on the other hand, you kind of feel like, alright, I mean, their hands were obviously forced with this, um, Again, I just, I, I'm interested to see, not just with even Marvel movies, but all movies, what do box offices look like uh, for the rest of this year, if there are box offices. And like Shamari mentioned, even going into next year, um, what is the new normal? You know, I don't know what our economy is going to look like. I don't know what um, movie theaters will look like. I don't know which movie theaters will even be operating. It'll be an interesting period uh, Disney decided they're going to put *Artemis Fowl* on Disney Plus, so we've <laughs> got something, I guess. I mean, I, we still don't know what's going to happen with *New Mutants*. By the way, that they just—they were very quiet on that because it's not Marvel Studios, and that is something that I would imagine would get put on a Disney Plus or a Hulu. But we also don't even know if they have the rights to that. Like, you know, the, the streaming rights may have been negotiated years ago. Yeah. So they—that could be something that was that's supposed to come out. And, Netflix, so and they may have to re- release it theatrically. Don't you. know. And, Shan,
0: we would be remiss not to mention also Captain Marvel, obviously, with a release date, uh, July 2022. That's only two months after Black Panther 2, which is May, which is, of course, that mega date there. What do you make of that? Like, you got a two summer Marvel Studios, you know, back-to-back event, pretty much. Not to mention
2: Spider-Man not on the list, so where... Where does Spider-Man
0: fit in? I kind of wonder if Spider-Man is like non-MCU, kind of, so they don't include it in these. Yeah,
2: well, yeah, that's why. Where, where's but, Ant-Man 3, the question? Yeah, <laughs> Which, I mean, we'll, well get to yeah, that. We'll,
0: we'll to talk that. about Ant-Man 3 but in a little just,
2: like, We know Spider-Man's coming out, because Sony's going to make sure that comes out, but where does that fit onto the list? Does that get pushed back at all? Like, Can Marvel even do anything about that? Can they say this just doesn't make sense for it to come yeah. out? You know, it, <laughs> right next to Captain Marvel and Black, Widow, or Black Panther or... Does it make sense for it to come out right next to uh, Shang-Chi or whenever it's supposed to come out? Like, I don't know how that would work.
1: Um, I mean, I mean, the answer to answer your question, Eugene, when it comes to uh, Black Panther and Captain Marvel, um, I can even begin to theorize if there's any kind of connection between those two movies. Um, but when it comes to just the dates themselves... That to me, that just means it's gonna be a hype summer. Marvel's gonna make a, a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I mean, with the stuff that Hopefully. that's <laughs> that's rumored for Captain Marvel two, sounds like that's gonna be huge. And Black Panther two is gonna make a million. Mm-hmm. It's gonna make millions and millions of dollars. I mean. So, so yeah, Marvel Marvel is just that 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 just looks like a, a happy summer for Marvel.
0: I know, man. I feel like when I saw those two dates, it just to me feels like. That's where we're going to have the X Men and and Fantastic Four introduced. Like, to me, when I see those dates so closely, something is afoot to me that you would put Black Panther and Captain Marvel in the same year and that close. That to me speaks to a a massive Marvel summer. And I was thinking, okay, what could possibly make these movies make sense to be that close? And I think that, I think something big, I think it's going to be. I think we're going to have the introduction to both of those characters, or at least in some way.
1: I mean, we're also. I think it's gonna. To, I think it's gonna
0: kickstart the, that, you know, that
1: start to the Marvel University getting the Fox characters involved. That I mean, would we're getting be, the, the um, we're getting the Miss Marvel show in twenty twenty two also. Mm-hmm. So I mean, she's. I'm sure she'll play some kind of role. I would expect that too. I would think. Interesting. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what happens if any, so any other. So
2: the, the Disney the Plus part of this is interesting because Disney Plus they haven't adjusted anything as, as far as I'm.
1: Correct. Yeah, nothing has been adjusted
2: and that is strange because like Falcon and Winter Soldier is supposed to tie into Black Widow but Falcon and Winter Soldier is supposed to come out after Black Widow now it's coming out before Black Widow so how very does that strange. work that is very strange
1: i think I mean, actually I mean, everything are, else are they releasing all the episodes at the same time so maybe there's some kind of time if same. it's coming out in
2: august and Black Widow's coming out in November. well, no, yeah, that's
1: a good point. There it's aren't that
2: long, many episodes. Yeah, right? yeah, I mean, yeah, most they are the just doing like one a month, which
1: is pretty depressing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, which they could do that. They could just be like, all right, now we gotta spread them out. But even then, it's like a I have a, I have
0: a, I, have a I, have I have a feeling that there will be changes. It just hasn't happened yet. That's my theory. That they kind of all one thing... changes to Black Widow or changes no changes to the no to the Disney Plus schedule. I think that the schedule I think schedule as of now is is There, because they haven't got to it yet. I think that they were working feverishly to figure out what they're going to do with the Marvel movie schedule. And they really didn't do much, but just move every movie to the date that the other movie was to come out. Right. But, um, and that may have been a contractual thing with theaters. Like, there's a lot that went into why that happened.
2: And just um, them looking also probably just at their whole, like, their whole... Timeline in between movies and... Or, like, the Disney, like, the Disney calendar as well. You know, you don't want to overlap them. Right. Yeah. Too. Right. You yeah. know. yeah exactly. So those are the dates that Disney probably gave more.
0: Yeah. So but I work. think if if I, and no, am are telling the truth about these movies tying in, these some these shows tying in, I don't. I think that it's probably going to be spoilers to have, you know, something like Captain Marvel come out before. So I, I'm going. I'm working on these assumption that that will move. But the, there, there has been you know stuff that's come out. A recent PowerPoint showed no changes so far to. Falcon, Winter Soldier, or WandaVision, or Loki, but I, that, I don't think that's going to be the case. That goes opinion.
2: back to... That goes back to, look, they should have put Blackwood on, on Disney+. Plus. We're not going to rehash that conversation, but I just think about Look, if it comes to... If, if, if we get an announcement in two weeks that Falcon Winter Soldier is being pushed back to December, that's depressing, man. You know, like... We'll get, gonna bubble up. People, you're going to have people... Unsubscribing to Disney Plus, and they may be able to take the take the unsubscriptions, but uh that's like you're like, all right. So I, you know, Mandalorian's done. I was waiting for Mandalorian to do. I don't know if that's coming out this year, and now I, I was waiting. All right, I guess we're getting Falcon and Winter Soldier, and now that's not coming out this year, or well, it's not coming out till the end of the year. If they were to just put this joint on Disney Plus, everything could have stuck. The schedule would have been fine. The schedule would have had to be adjusted. And the Disney Plus schedule would have been fine. But maybe, maybe look, Feige's a smart guy. He's smarter than, you know, he's, I won't say he's smarter than I am, but he's, he, he knows more about the, the way you run a Marvel Studios-like company than I do, certainly, more than I've ever forgotten. But I I, I don't know. It would be interesting to see how this plays out. Bob Pick, though, this is his first major decision. So Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: Staying with uh, Marvel, we got some. Uh, what to me, was surprising news. I didn't even hear about until you guys brought it up in pre-production, and we had to put it in the show. Um, about what we may be seeing on Disney Plus beyond the stuff we just mentioned. So, last week, some X Men artwork started surfacing on Disney Plus, and the look at the character avatars that appeared, led some to wonder if X Men the animated series, the '90s, uh, very popular cartoon, would be making a return. But apparently, there's plenty more where that came from uh, in terms of where Disney and Marvel are thinking. So, YouTuber Grace Randolph says there are rumors that not only an animated series is being considered, but also uh, Disney Plus is uh, is considering producing live action shows as well. So, Sham, would this be a good way to use the X-Men in your opinion?
1: Um... Uh well, for well yes honestly I mean I I, just in just my gut just in thinking about oh an X Men animated show I'm in you know last X Men animated show they came out with was Wolverine and X Men fantastic bar A (laughs) plus 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 ten out of ten for that Steve Steve Blum is still working bring him back yeah. You know, bring him back as Wolverine. He's already part of the family, man. With with, with Lucasfilm, yeah, he's in. He already in <laughs> with Disney, so it's like just bring him back. So yeah, I mean, this is just. I mean, I feel like that 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 would be a one hundred percent success. I would I would watch every episode of that. They announced they were bringing X bringing another X Men animated show. And there, was, there was
2: remember we talked about that before. There was a little bit of smoke that they could potentially. I think one of the people that worked on the original said that the. They were going to pitch it to Disney. Mm. So. Yes, that was true.
0: And apparently, so, that show has gotten, you know. Yes, yeah, been been great. Streamed a lot. It's been streamed apparently. a lot, and you know, they you know, the people who worked on that show should be thanking me because every time I work out in our basement, I play X Men animated series. <laughs> so I have contributed to those streams.
1: It is a fantastic show, and if you've never watched it, it still holds up in many ways. Yeah, I think even Marvel has kind of underestimated how beloved that show is. Right. The, the, I don't know why. I
0: don't show. know why. Marvel just underestimates animation.
2: Like, yeah, let's, they keep do. it 100. They, just, they don't. Yeah.
0: They don't value it to me at all. I think. I think in recent years, it seems like they've only valued it to kind of like trial balloon their movie characters. But I don't. I don't feel like they really put the same effort and same heart into putting like hard hitting animation on. I'm not saying they're not doing good stuff. They, they've, yeah. they've done good stuff, but that. You know stuff that's you're never gonna forget. That's that that everlasting classic stuff. I don't see that coming out of there. I don't and, think and I don't see them trying. They like to experiment. I think. I, I, right, exactly. I, they, I don't see them trying to do that kind of content. Nothing. They is, quit there. It means very cold.
2: yeah, <laughs> I agree. After Earth, Earth, my Age Heroes, that was like their last attempt. You know, they've tried a lot of stuff with. You know, they tried an anime series, multiple different types of anime series, but. Like, for the most part, it's whatever you... Like, if you like Ultimate Spider-Man and that stuff, or if you like the superhero I squad style... I feel like for some reason they, they
1: realize that these kids are going to grow up and they're going to spend their money, choose what to spend their money on. Right. And are they going to have fond memories of, you know, Aladdin, Mulan, and <laughs> things non-Marvel related? Or are they going to have fond memories of Wolverine yeah. and Human Torch? I mean, they're going to Marvel movies, but outside of the Marvel movies... Is there anything else for the younger kids who maybe they will go see a Marvel movie and forget about it in five minutes?
0: I think the problem is with Netflix and other streaming services, like those other movies, like the movie that they love to see, the kids, like they can just always watch it like forever and ever. I mean, I don't know how many coronavirus stories I've heard of parents who are staying at home with their kids being like, yeah, man, I had to watch Frozen 27 times this week. That's all my kid was going to watch.
1: Like,
2: yeah.
0: and so like, there's no need to ever think about doing a Frozen spin off cartoon. Why? When I can just put it on my own streaming service and let people watch it a million times. Like, so I think that's and and yeah. Marvel in some ways, I'm I don't I, I I don't doubt that there probably is smart business acumen into how they've handled animation so far, which is again to me neglected in a major way. But I feel again we talked just like we talked about with DC a couple of weeks ago with like you know the pat like the just kind of like for the love of the game when it came to comic books like for the love of the game like put on some marvel content that like hardcore fans can appreciate in animation because i I think that they as they're seeing with x-men animated series they will come i think that they're underestimating that that whole field
2: i I think the x-men thing is not a coincidence timing uh it's certainly not a coincidence i think it almost goes without saying but like they weren't ever going to do anything X-Men related when Fox had the rights. You know? They, it was hard it was hard to get them oh, even yeah, Fantastic Four stuff. Like, the last time we got an X-Men thing or Fantastic Four thing was Wolverine the X-Men. That got one season. And it was great. We only got one season. Uh, yeah, Fantastic Four, World's Greatest Heroes, whatever it's called, got one season. You know, it's been a long time and even those were kind of before i want to say those were before disney bought marvel i could be off on that um, but certainly like yeah, before sure like the current iteration of marvel studios where they basically like run everything um so i it, it's 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 obviously not a coincidence that they now that they have the the rights and Shamari made a great point when he mentioned you know Showing kids Aladdin and you know stuff like that, and then you mentioned Human Torch and Wolverine, like they weren't going to do that because they had no interest, they had no they had no no value, no stock in those characters. Like why would I oh, yeah. show kids Wolverine only for that only for that money to end up going to Fox? But now they could do that. Yeah. Now they have to do that because you have to get people, especially kids, to you know like Wolverine or like. Mr. Fantastic was a thing because you're gonna come out a Fantastic Four movie in a couple of years.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're trying in other ways to get the kids. I mean, they have the, they have the games coming out. They're coming out with some new games. They're making a Marvel's Avengers game. They have the Fantastic Marvels uh, Marvel Spider-Man Ultimate game. Alliance is out. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And they're,
2: they're featuring Fantastic Four and the X-Men featuring characters. Featuring many you know.
1: characters. Yeah. They're trying in other ways for some reason animation. I don't know why they're just they're just very lax on animation. Maybe Feige now that he's running everything maybe he values it more i don't know but i mean we'll see so what do we, the
2: question i have is uh, what do we think comes out of this does anything come out of this? is this even related i mean my guess is i think we get an x-men animated series i don't know if it's 100 I, I highly doubt it'll be I don't think highly doubt, but I wouldn't bet money that it'll be a continuation of the original. Uh, I think the 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 favorite for me would be The Field. It would probably be whatever, anything else. But um, I think we'll get an X-Men animated series. And I think eventually, once things start, the once the ball gets rolling, I think we'll get X-Men Disney Plus series. But I don't think that'll be for five, six, seven years. Like, I don't think that that's in the... I don't think they have, like... They know what they may know what that's going to be, but like I don't think that's in any sort of development right now. I I think
1: that would be I think an anime series would be wise, um, just to get every everyone, kids, adults, everybody just prepped for the X Men's arrival, right? Yeah, and just get them excited, get them hyped. You already kind of had the, the pre- preliminary excitement with the new run of the X Men in the comic books
0: and, yeah, sure. and putting it on disney plus be you know not putting it on disney xd which I think, I think a lot of people don't even remember exists like that will also be very important i think i think yeah. like as you said getting those antennas raised by announcing that as a disney plus show will be do way more good for them than putting it on like disney plus i mean me, on disney xd what x-men story
2: or characters or character makes sense for a disney plus series
0: this is what I kept thinking about, and I was—I was honestly I was having a lot of trouble with this. Someone um, that you—I
2: mean, you could cross them over, but you may not. You may say, "All right, this is where they will live," at least for the for the short term. I don't know if you could do Wolverine. Be- like, of course, Wolverine would have to cross over, but I mean, a, Wolver- a like Mandalorian
0: style Wolverine story would just period like, piece would be just bonkers. I don't know if they're putting that on free television. Not free, not free television, but yeah, dude, I don't, I don't think they're. Doing I just that.
2: wonder about Wolverine in terms of just the, the rating, but like I
1: mean, I mean, you I, know, I we don't... already had
2: all the Storm Black Panther, uh, rumors going on. Yeah, yeah, me, me, and our brother Henry, we we had a long discussion a couple nights ago about <laughs> all this stuff, but mostly about uh, how do you transition the X Men into the MCU? What ways they could do it? And a lot of a lot of theories and ideas thrown out there. Um, nothing included Disney Plus, which makes it interesting. But um, I think we both agree that the biggest obstacle is just going to be explaining explaining how the X Men are even in the MCU while keeping the integrity <laughs> and keeping the the timeline consistent. Like, not like completely messing up their story, not completely keeping the integrity of their characters, first of all, and not uh, messing up the integrity of the timeline that the MCU's already created. Psyche's yeah, I mean, um, working on that. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad it's not my his, job. On his whiteboard. Uh, honestly, the closest thing I came up with was you do something where Magneto, Wolverine, and Professor X, and maybe someone else have been mutants like this whole time, and everyone else got their powers from this snap. or something. You know, and that's the only way. Because if you make, if you say everyone's had power this whole time, I think people will believe it, but it'll be kind of like, all right, really? Like, where are these people? Yeah, it's kind of goofy, but. I actually kind of like that idea. That everyone's
0: had power this whole time? No, I'm no, like, I like your idea. That, like, yeah. maybe there are, like, the quote, original mutants.
2: Right, and that they, for whatever reason, I even had a theory, because then we had the discussion, all right, so why are those people? And I said, Maybe it's connected to Apocalypse. Maybe, like, there's four mutants that are the horsemen that, for whatever reason, maybe they're, it was, you know, passed down on some level, and they're the four. I threw maybe Mystique as the fourth person. They're the four that have, you know, that, that have had powers this whole time. And, for, and after the snap or something, the rest of everybody's X-Gene got unlocked. So that's my theory. That'd be dope. I mean, that sounds like a good story,
0: right? You might need to get you into the Marvel Studios. (laughs) I know you gotta
2: get Kevin Feige on the on the the yeah, get him on
0: line, get him on line one, man. Yeah, man. I don't know. I I, look, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff I think about. I mean, you went like super, super like specific, right? And also like big pie, like which is great. I was going like smaller when I was thinking of characters. Like I honestly was wondering. The first thing I thought was like, I wanted there like. Young, a character that would really bode well as a solo act for, like, younger characters before they maybe they join the X-Men. I thought about someone like Jubilee or Dazzler even I having. I thought about uh, Having a solo series, those two, I thought, it made a lot of sense. I think Iceman could work. I thought about Iceman, too. I think he could also probably work.
2: Obviously, Gambit, you know, you could do. Yeah, yeah Gambit, you could definitely do. If you wanted to do a Gambit movie anyway, like... They're certainly characters. Character. Yeah, I know. It has yeah.
0: to be I mean, the mutant, I mean, you guys know how much I lo- We all love the X-Men. You know how much I love mutants. Like, there's just so many
2: mutants. Yeah, there's so many. And that's what's so great about it, is that none of them, I won't say none of them, but a lot of them don't have to be directly involved with the X-Men no. all the time. You and know, I, and I really like the idea that they're like, I like the idea
0: of a really like exploring them on TV in a way that's meaningful in connection to the movies. I think that's really smart.
2: Yeah, like, the Gifted had potential, but it was just too off the beaten path for people yeah, to Yeah, like, the
0: Gifted was really good, I think, and again, but it just wasn't connected to anything. Imagine if you do the Gifted, but, like, it's playing out in the movies as well. Right. Like, that would be massive. I think that's such a smart... I think that's just a such a smart way, because that will help supplement what they've lost in all these years not having the X-Men. So, like, there's a lot they're going to have to explain. So, right. not having to have all this crazy exposition in movies and have, being able to and supplement some of that stuff with, like, tv content is you'd gonna be to, massive
2: you'd have to make it you'd have to make it legitimate like you can't do the, the the luke Cage, you know daredevil thing or even the gifted thing where it's not relevant to any of the main stuff it's just a side story like you'd have to make this like of course like i don't want dazzler to be fighting Magito. yeah but like the 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 universe has to feel like yeah like they, like like you just said, you're explaining where where things have been, you're explaining who people are. Like, it can't just be a, a a minuscule thing in the in the grand scope. Like it's gotta be somewhat relevant. Um, but yeah, it could be almost anybody, honestly. You know, you could do Magneto if you really wanted to. Um, you could do Professor X, like it could it could be a lot of stories. Um as we've seen, you mentioned the gifted, we mentioned and we haven't even mentioned but like Legion's been really good. Like those Aren't I mean, i mean been I didn't think of, the, of like a bunch of D rate, yeah, mutants and Legion's probably a C, a C level mutant in kind terms of you know brand appeal, right? And those shows are great. I mean, absolutely, you could probably take a B level mutant and do a Dizzy or an A level if you really wanted to, man. What man, what a time to be alive! We're
1: getting a live action X Men, I mean, right, right, like, right now, it's right now, it's a little rough. Well, well we're speculating <laughs> We're getting at this thing. very
0: moment, it's been a little hard, to <laughs> Feige is
1: confirmed, <laughs> right. but you know, hopefully we're getting live action. And and geez I mean, we're we're getting the X Men in live action in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, connecting with Spider Man, Captain America. Well, well we don't Captain know if Spider-Man.
2: we're getting X Men. We know if we, we know we're getting mutants. Well, all right. I mean, we <laughs> don't, we don't get
1: the X Men. I'm I'm jumping on. The, do do we think that that meant anything?
2: Or do we think that was feige just? Speaking
0: I told it. you guys when it happened. I think it does mean something. Yeah. Um, I think there's
1: a reason yeah, why he didn't say. So there X-Men. hasn't
2: been any. I mean, I, purportedly, I, we're getting the X Men. Right, right, the word.
1: And and the, like we're getting, and they're going to be connecting with Spider Man, yeah, with the Guardians, with, uh, I mean, she's everybody... with Captain Marvel, Black Panther, yeah, and live action. Yeah, that's gonna up, make man. so much money. I know. Yeah. If, uh, they have to do EJ. Do you, didn't we talk about them doing X Men? dude? they have to do X Men versus Avengers? eventually yeah yeah I
0: like I, yeah I, I told you i don't care i don't want to see it but yeah it's, <laughs> gonna, it's gonna happen but i'm just like saying, i'm, I, I'm gonna I'm just see,
1: see that three times <laughs>
0: yeah it's gonna happen i'm not I, I i really hope they don't go that route but yeah that's that's <laughs> inevitable i just feel like we went through civil war so it's just like i feel like it's right going to how much different could they do that be? again but but it's right. the i agree it will happen um let's uh we got a couple more things so let's move through these uh, a little quicker here. So. um Ant-Man, some uh, big scoop from Geeks Worldwide. So apparently uh, Ant-Man star Paul Rudd has penned a script for Ant-Man 3, and that script included uh, MODOK and AIM in the script, and MODOK as the villain. It goes back to the conversation we had. Right, exactly. And even going further, apparently there's also another scoop that Marvel was pushing for the Fantastic Four to appear in the movie, But have now pivoted towards wanting the Young Avengers to show up. So this is the first time I think officially we're hearing Fox characters being inserted in considered being considered to be inserted in a specific movie. This is the first time we've heard any reporting on that by any semi-reputable source.
2: Right. I mean, yeah, I would say the the, the Doctor Doom stuff was kind of like out there. We don't know how legitimate that was.
0: This is and, yeah, but this is this is to me more. This is more. This I mean, the way it was written, it seems more solid. Right, this right. is more, which
2: certainly the first thing we know, the actual Fantastic Four being put in anything.
0: What do you first make? What do you guys first make of? Let's handle this in two parts quickly. So let's first let's get the Modoc stuff out of the way. We have talked about Modoc a lot, but what do you think of yeah. that direction that
2: Modoc? Yeah, of
0: being the villain.
2: We talked about remember. last time. It, that was the place if modok can show up it's, it was going to be an ant-man uh makes sense can't be no more iron man as a, tech, as a tech guy so now it's ant-man as a tech hero yeah ant-man or spider-man right so you know and man you were talk about a, pun- a gut punch if modok's a villain of spider-man 3 <laughs> yeah, really really trying modok but um so yeah i mean like aim like ant-man like it, it We've already kind of seen AIM in, in Iron Man three, I believe it was, or Iron Man two, I don't remember. But we've seen AIM already. Uh, I believe it was Iron Man three. I think killing Killian might have been involved. I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't seen. And either it, of those, those are two bottom five Marvel movies. Yeah, so honestly, man. not not great to talk about. But yeah, MODOK. We talked about it before. If you want to hear more on our thoughts on MODOK, you'll probably watch our listen to our episode a couple of weeks ago. But um, makes sense for Iron Man three. Uh, Right type of villain in terms of if you want to increase the stakes, uh, he'd be obviously the toughest and first super real villain that that uh first I would say super villain that um Ant Man has faced. So, uh, I, I think that that's I think it makes sense. Uh, it's a logical progression, and if they're gonna use Ant Man, that's what would, if they're gonna use Modoc, that's what it would be for. Uh, when it comes to Modoc,
1: um, I mean, I mean, I guess it makes sense. I mean, MODOK is. He's just a big floating head, and it's curious to see how they're gonna introduce him. Um, a big floating head with tiny arms and tiny legs. I'm guessing he's gonna look something like the Thinker, how the Thinker looked <laughs> in the right, Flash, right. just kind of in a sitting in a floating chair, and that did not look good. So it's gonna be quite a, a challenge uh, for Marvel. It'll be Interesting to see them them confront that challenge. Um, but I mean, AIM. I have to rewatch those movies. Apparently, if AIM was introduced. Um, but yeah, it'll be, it'll, it will be interesting to see them like as aim, as legitimate aim and, um, see Modok at the end. See a bunch of guys in hazmat suits. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, hazmat suits. It'd be very interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I think that this is the right move. I think Modok is goofy enough. I think Modok makes sense for kind of where he lives in the Marvel realm in terms of it, you know, being focused on tech and things of that nature. Ant-Man's is just his right speed. I think it also ratchets up the interests and the stakes of Ant-Man. I think, you know, the last two villains really were no-name villains for really... You no, know, I mean, Yellow Jacket wasn't a thing, but just,
2: uh, you know... Those, those Hello, bottom five villain. Yeah,
0: yeah. That, it didn't really land uh, as much for a lot of people. I actually didn't mind him, but for most people, it didn't land at all. So... Uh, they haven't really reached into the bag of major Marvel villain yet for Ant-Man. So the idea that they're going to Modoc for him for a third movie, I think is great. So I am cool with that. In regards to the Marvel pushing the Fantastic Four before it to Young Avengers, this is fascinating to me. Um I know we're running a little bit out of time, so I don't want to like just like live on this forever, but the Fantastic 4 and Ant-Man just something I never would have thought or expected really at all no i think See, now the thing i think that a there's people... i think that there's there's clear upside to having a character in Ant-Man who's probably your least marketable and inserting the first family in that property saying hey this is going to give us the boost we would want for an Ant-Man movie there's definitely value in that i just would have assumed that like if you're including the Fantastic 4 and they didn't say this, but my assumption when I read it was okay. This is the first appearance of the Fantastic Four. That's shocking to me that it's not in a bigger movie. That to me is hard to comprehend. I'm not necessarily saying it's a bad move because I said I, I get the reasoning behind it and like the Fantastic Four being in Ant Man could make it a big movie. I just think that it. I I don't know. It's just not something I would do. I, no, I would not have thought that. I would have put them in so Spider Man, I would've put them in Black Panther. I I told you I think that I we one of our YouTube videos that has if not a thousand views back, close to a thousand views I said that I laid out the picture of how I think it makes perfect sense to have the Fantastic Four appear first in Black Panther. Um I just
2: never would have thought of Ant Man. Now the the connection has already had always been that people thought Peyton Reed was a logical person to to do the Fantastic Four, so mm-hmm. it was like if he's mm-hmm. gonna do the Fantastic Four, like Because thematically and tonally, it'll be similar to Ant-Man. But uh, so that that, that was where a lot of that connection came from. And then maybe that's where Marvel was going with it. Maybe this is a sign that Peyton Reed is a favorite to direct a Fantastic Four movie. Um, But yeah, I mean, that was... I feel like we may have talked about it before. Uh, I don't know why we would have talked about it. Maybe it was because of all the Peyton Reed smoke, but I feel like we may have talked about Ant Man being a place for Fantastic Four. But um, the Young Avengers obviously makes sense when you think about Stature yep. playing a role in the movie. Uh, I You need. Ant, you, like, Ant Man's a funny character in general. Like, I could see Ant Man playing like that kind of, like, fake Nick Fury role for the Young Avengers. Like, oh, you're an Avenger. Like, oh, your dad's an Avenger. You can help us. And it's like, yeah, I mean, he is, but he's also Ant-Man. You know what I mean? Like, he's not he's not Captain America. So that actually kind of could work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, It's it's interesting because I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know what the Young Avengers team would look like or is going to look like. Like, I don't know if Stature, like, I don't know if they're all going to be 20-something you know, or are they all are they all going to be different ages? Is going to be like a young Justice deal? Like, are they going to be, uh, you know, mostly fifteen? I mean the like, article that, the article
0: says uh, I'm not sure which members would be there if they in fact put it in the script, but Ant Man's daughter Cassie Lang, aka Stature, is a guarantee with Kate Bishop
2: and Wiccan and Speed likely as well. And that makes sense, you know, Kate Bishop and. Uh, and Speed, obviously, are all going to be introduced in Disney Plus series. Um, by that same token, you think about again—we've already talked about Harley Keener as a possibility, and uh, we've talked about Morgan Stark at nauseum. And Iron Lad is obviously a huge, a, a huge part of the Young Avengers in a lot of stories, uh, especially if you if you do the King stuff. So, including one of those two is Iron Lad obviously it would make sense. Um, but I don't know, you know. It, it, I guess it makes sense. You also wonder: Does Kang play a role in this movie at all, or is that a little too big, you know? Even if he's not the villain. I mean, if you're he, telling me the Fantastic
0: Four technique? was being considered, I'd say that yes, it makes sense that Kang maybe is part of this equation. Right. Like, cause
2: you know that he would tie directly to the Fantastic Four. Yeah. It, it, And he, I mean, obviously, he ties ties in with the Young Avengers. Yeah. You you wonder, maybe if they just felt he was a better, if they were a better fit to introduce Kang, than Fantastic Four. Maybe they had plans for both, and they just felt, you know, let's push the Young Avengers thing more so, and just get rid of Fantastic Four, and then feature Fantastic Four, and maybe only sprinkle in some Young Avengers Mm -hmm. stuff, so... I mean, I just have one question: How, Who does Geeks Worldwide know?
1: I mean, Geez, Ant-Man three? Ant-Man three? They're not even on the. And I'm not questioning Geeks Worldwide. Yo, Geeks uh, Worldwide, man, we got love for y'all. I,
0: I, I, I don't condone Shani. Do you you questioning your sources. <laughs> we want no. We want no sources? smoke
2: with. You think <laughs> you're Hollywood reporter? You're you're a you think you're establishment? Think
1: you're The Verge? I'm not questioning their sources. I'm just saying, like, sheesh, they must do. They know Feige's right hand. Jeez, Ant Man three. I mean, look. well, I mean, they, they might know. Well, they part. might know.
0: Well, to be clear, Congrats. remember that they, they got the info from. It, to me, this seems like a Paul Rudd source because it, they said Paul Rudd wrote this script, and right. Paul Rudd, this is what he had in his script, and then also what being pushed upon this movie. Like if I'm just reading tea leaves as I have tried to, as someone who again works in news and trying to figure out where stuff comes from, I'm wondering if this is more of a, sort of someone who's working on the movie, ha, is giving it to them, not Feige or someone yeah, okay. at Marvel. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it would be someone who's writing, someone who's creating in the movie per se. That's my that's
1: my take on it. Okay. I'm just like man, this that's really far ahead. They're no they're no one on the they're nowhere on the schedule yet, and like. I mean, this is, like, this is like way far ahead. So, I'm like, how, why are we even talking about this? AIM? and Ant-Man 3? Like, yeah. This is crazy. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, What we think about, uh,
0: let's talk about some Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey stuff. So, Dread the Cathy Yan was recently asked about the boss office performance of Birds of Prey during a Hollywood Reporter interview. The film recently passed, finally, 200 million worldwide, which is kind of just mind-boggling to me. Uh, however, that does compare favorably to a movie like, for example, Ford versus Ferrari, which, by many accounts, is deemed as a box-office success and did similar numbers. It was pointed out to Yan, and she agreed, saying, "Quote, yeah, I think that if you actually look at the details of the budget breakdown, I know that the studio had really high expectations for the movie, as well as we, as well as we all did." There were also undue expectations on a female-led movie, and what I was most disappointed in was this idea that perhaps it proved that we weren't ready for this. She went on to say that was an extra burden that, as a woman of color director, I already had on me anyway. So, yeah, I think there were certain different ways you can interpret the success or lack thereof of the movie. Everyone has the right to do that, but I definitely do feel that everyone was pretty quick to jump on a certain angle. Um, I'll, I'll go first on this. I, I thought that this was a pretty ridiculous response to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm usually very sensitive to everything Kathy Ann was talking about and I don't think she said anything false in, I think everything she, you can say a lot of true things and it's still not mattered into the overall grand scheme of things of what we're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. Everything she says there is, you did, is facts. But
1: you're saying what she said was true, but that it was ridiculous, though. I mean, that's it's kind ri- of
0: it's ridiculous a, because... A oh, so, okay, so let me explain myself then. It's ridiculous because those things are still true. But I guess the thing that isn't true is the last part, where, um, where she said something like, you know, you could look at it in a lot of different ways in terms of the success or lack of success we had, but everyone jumped on one angle. No, fam. The movie was a disaster in regards to box office. Sometimes we can acknowledge all the pitfalls you may have run into without even mentioning all the pitfalls that your own studio gave you that had nothing to do with you. So I have a lot of sympathy for this movie and this effort. I talked about it a bunch on this show. But to go and we on... Like the movie. And we all you like know, this movie. Like so it. let's all make that abundantly clear. And I still like the movie and I can't wait to see it because I think it's its either it's about to release on digital or it already has. Um, they moved it up, I think, because of the coronavirus stuff. But I just, I just feel like when you're talking about all this, you know, budget breakdown, what we spent based on what we made, and all this other stuff. You know, we're female led, and that led to backlash. And I'm or I'm a female director, and that's a glass ceiling already. Like all that stuff. At the end of the day, it's still kind of excuses to me. Like I think that all that stuff is true, but. No one came, everyone still in Hollywood had an expectation, including the studio, which she, again, accurately points out, very little of this is false or wrong, that despite all of that, just like other recent female-led movies that had female directors, obviously none of the female directors of color, but nonetheless still female-directed movies, female-led movies, that it would still do a certain number. It didn't do that number. I think she's playing kind of like word gymnastics to kind of say, yeah, but if you look at if you look at it in a different, if you think, look at it in this light and you think about this and that, maybe it wasn't all that bad. The jury's still out. Like, I don't, I think that that's kind of ridiculous. I think that there's a way, I think, in which she could have kind of phrased this that would have made this sit better with me. Um, I do want to say. Obviously, she works for Warner Brothers and, you know, we'll talk in a second about she has sequel ideas and she wants to have a sequel. So, of course, she's going to paint it maybe in the rosiest of lights and not really put any blame on her own production company who deserves, I would argue, almost all of the blame. But I just thought this was kind of like, I don't know. I don't like when I'm not saying she's doing this, but I think she was close to kind of weaponizing problematic things in our society to make up for failure. And and again, I wouldn't even say it's her failure because a lot of the stuff that happened we had nothing to do with her in terms of how it was marketed. But we all know there are issues with sexism. That's obvious. It didn't stop Captain Marvel. It didn't stop Wonder Woman. And we're not I'm not no one even expected this movie to as good as those movies. But it fell well below expectation. It wasn't even close to those dumpers. It, 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 despite all those, um, caveats that she's mentioning, we put all those into perspective when deciding it was going to get to probably a certain number and it didn't come close. And in comparing to the Ford versus Ferrari, which I know that was the interviewer, I, I don't know who interviewed her. I think that was a really stupid question, to be honest, because Ford versus Ferrari was not marketed as a blockbuster box office movie. Birds of Prey was. So to suggest that. Because one of those like indie Oscar film type movies was considered a box office success with the low numbers it did, and that Birds of Prey did the same numbers, and that was unfair. And this is preposterous to me. Like that doesn't make and, any and sense. Critically,
2: obviously, totally different.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, obviously. Like, like, come on. Like that's like saying, yo, like, uh, well, how come we don't compare? Like, you know, how? maybe <laughs> yeah, Batman, the ba- ba- Batman, B- you, Superman Batman bloody... v. Superman did way better than you know, uh, you know, I don't know. You know the notebook or some some other you no know, parasite yeah or some other you know, like parasite exactly like i mean like how you like why, why do we say parasite was a success but we did this superman versus batman I mean, batman versus superman it's like come on like this stuff is like some of this stuff is like common sense and i don't like get like the whole we're not gonna judge a movie like birds of prey based off of what it spent and what it made and that's not when you're in the superhero business and you're a major movie company that's not gonna be the game we're playing So to play that game and compare it to four
2: versus Ferrari, I mean that's 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 bizarre. I think that that was strictly business talk. That was strictly studio talk. Like that's not that's 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 warped. No one
0: thinks that. Yeah, but like you're you're billing that and saying that actually this was successful.
1: Nobody thinks that this is this was successful. That's a ridiculous angle to look at it. No, she she's trying to. Now I won't I won't. I don't say that what she's saying is ridiculous. I mean, she's just trying to take look at it as a having yeah. a positive yeah. outlook on this thing that she made that I think I think is good. So, right, I don't think it's ridiculous for her to try to try to see a silver lining and try to put her best foot forward and be proud of what she did and and try to make it seem like she did a good job. You know,
0: um, there's no uh, but with, you know, Shamari, One of my issues always, and I'll let you continue. But one of my issues always is lack of. A lack of any accountability in something always bothers me, and I feel like there's a way you could she could have said all that, but then acknowledge, you know what? At the end of the day, we missed expectations, and there were things maybe we should have done differently that maybe would have made more people see this movie because we know how important it was
1: that, that she could have.
2: Right, I mean, yeah, it wasn't. It, it, like I'm talking said, about as so a.
0: Fun. I'm saying as a group. I'm not saying her individually. I mean, I would argue the radar thing, which she does talk about. That probably was one of them, but even let's get beyond what she could have done. I think that there was probably more of a macro way you could have spoke, rather than, you know, to me something something, women in the movie. I'm a woman, something something like that. That's what this statement reads to me. Like I, I I'm like, I mean, I, we all I mean, I, we all I, I, I am super sensitive to to that struggle. I really am, but. That excuse to me just goes out the window when we've seen recent superhero movies led with
1: females do exceptionally well. Uh, yeah, I, hear you. I mean, I mean, what's funny is I compare this to kind of the whole uh, Elizabeth Banks situation when she was kind of people see it as making excuses yeah, uh, for Charlie's Angels whole box office flop. Um, yeah, and, you know, people are literally saying some people were literally saying that they're like, I'm the target audience for this film. I had Charlie's Angels as my high school ringtone. I love Charlie's Angels. I didn't see this movie because it didn't look good. Yeah. Period. You know. So I mean, it was one of those situations where you know, I feel like, and it's all—I feel like this is always just going to be the case when it comes to these artists, and these creative types. I mean, they're going to want to back their project by any means necessary, and you know, you had the whole um, what's his name, Fantastic Four guy. Talking about Josh Trank. Yeah, Trank, you know, throwing Warner Brothers under the bus. I mean it, it, But I could
0: almost understand like from a creative standpoint back in your movie. I don't understand from a uh economic standpoint when the numbers don't lie.
1: I mean it some, is I mean, trying to they manipulate always, them to make it seem like what we saw happen didn't happen. I mean I mean they're always it's still it's still their project. So they're always gonna try to have some to have a positive outlook. I see. And I mean I can't I mean I understand. I can't I can't fault her. Especially I'm I'm especially kind of understanding because she didn't even do a bad job. Trent did a terrible job. And it's his fault. Or it's largely his fault. And he's trying to put it on somebody else. And that's just laughable. But she made a good movie, in my opinion. I think it's a very good movie.
2: Yeah. My... And
1: and is at no fault of her own. And she is pointing out things that are true. Um, you know, that I'm sure had some had some amount of effect on it. So I'm just like, eh, it is what it is. Yeah, Maybe my my thing story, is, I but... don't
2: think, I don't think Kathy Anne necessarily has anything to apologize for. Yeah, like she said, I think, I think the movie was good. I I thought the Rockoff performance was, I mean, it wasn't I guess what they wanted, but some of that is not out is out of her control. Um, because I thought the movie was good enough to warrant people to go see it. But you know, I one of those it's it's one of those things where it's like, that's a movie. If you greenlight that movie, don't ex You know, I'm not expecting that to make a billion dollars. You know, like that—that's something that's gonna have to stand on the merits of word of mouth. The word of mouth wasn't spectacular. Like you said, I liked it. Jamari liked it. Um, I think some of her some of her commentary was. I think she put. I think she used those excuses kind of as cover, not necessarily because, like EJ mentioned, you know. Maybe they were excuses, but if she points to. I, I don't think she wanted to point fingers. You know? Because if you don't give the excuses, it's like, all right, so what, what went wrong? Uh, our marketing team was terrible. You know, like the marketing of the movie was a mess. Like after it came out, we're changing the name of the movie. Like they were, I mean, clearly that was a complete mess. It was bungled. And maybe that was her decision, but she, I, I don't think she's the type of director that has all that clout to be like, all right, this is what we're doing. This is what. You know, like this isn't a Spielberg movie, so as, <laughs> my sure. guess is that a lot she's of that a camera movie, right? Where I'm like, I don't think that was her decision. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, she's bringing up stuff that that that's legitimate, but um, I don't think it's necessarily. I think maybe where you're just getting at is like the stuff she's bringing up, while relevant, isn't. It one, doesn't make up for the reason why this right. movie exactly. was wasn't successful. And also, like, may not have been, like, the issues here. You know, Right, like, one, exactly. exactly. One may not have been the issue here, haven't been the issue for other examples. So it's like, you know, you point to, like, a Wonder Woman or something like that, and you're like, all right, you know, female director, female movie, like, clearly it's not impossible. But,
0: I don't know. And, and then no one was expecting you to do Wonder Woman numbers. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, to me, like, like we have recent evidence and nobody was expecting you to do that good you fell well below those expectations
2: so i mean i look it it got 200 million you know i think sometimes we we lose our minds over the over the the box office numbers Um, uh we don't lose
0: our minds in this context because we you know we want to talk about will we get sequels will will the story continue like you know was the stories are one off and then we just move on like the box office determines that in a lot of cases And that's, I guess, why, I guess, if you guys hear...
2: I mean, I guess I wouldn't say it's irrelevant, but, I mean, it wasn't, it's probably, it was probably about, I don't know, 60, 70 million off of Shazam in terms of, like, gross. I think Shazam had a slightly higher budget and made slightly more, but, um... And, like, Shazam, some people look at that as a a failure. I don't, personally, but it kind of is what it is. And this has been the lowest DC movie since the DC started. It's been the worst in terms of uh, box office returns. But, honestly, like, if anybody expected that to do better than any of the other movies they put out, I mean, it would have had to have been a classic. And even then, I don't think it would have done better than the movies that they put out. I just think, one, the marketing was awful. Even any chance that it had was was by awful trailers awful marketing campaign um and but two I think this I think the movie was dead on arrival you know I don't think I don't think we were super excited for the idea and how they they were messy in even crafting this idea it kind of overlapped into like from three movies to one and there were issues with it but I think given all the issues that this movie has had look it's kind of like saying like it's like it's like, looking, it's like asking the coach of the basketball team, or even the GM, like, yeah, you guys won 45 games, and you you, you were the 8th seed, you made the playoffs, or, like, you know, you guys in the NFL, you guys won 8, 9 games, made the wild card, but, like, nobody goes to the games. You know, like, why well, how come you guys don't have any fans? Like, I mean, if I'm the GM, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, I mean, that's not necessarily my job. My job is basketball or football operations, like, yeah, it's kind of my job, but... I put out a product that wasn't unwatchable and people didn't go. People didn't show up, but we kind of, we reached the bar that's, you know, passable. So like, that's where I'm at where I'm like, it's not her job. Specifically. Yeah, but
0: it'd be different if the guy was like, well, you know, I'm a black coach and you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that would be a very different answer than that's what fair. you just told me. That's you fair. know, I'm a black coach and you no, know, there's a lot of expectations for what a black coach is supposed to do. And some people may not be ready for that. No expectations that we couldn't meet. And no, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, that's why I guess my thing is, is like, yes, we, yes. I think that's a perfect analogy, but I think the analogy you're giving, unfortunately, is like, yeah, you're in a tough spot and it's a tough question to answer. I don't think the answer to me is what she gave, but real quickly, speaking of sequels, um, she did say that uh, she would want to explore the Poison Ivy relationship between Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy if she did do. A sequel. Um, she also said that she doesn't um, she doesn't think that quote uh, people are ready to let go of Harley Quinn quite yet, and I don't think Margot Robbie is ready to let go of Harley Quinn either. So hopefully there is one. Um,
2: I don't a, watch Harley
0: that that sounds well. First of all, me and Shamari do. Uh, at least I started. Shamari's watched a lot more than I have. I've watched like three episodes. Well, that's a great that's a great dynamic. I mean, Harley and Poison Ivy are. They've been magic for years, so yeah. I would love to see it on the big screen. I would love, to, I would love to see a sequel. I just don't, I just feel like it had to be just marketed way differently.
2: Just don't call it Birds of Prey. That's the first thing they should do. I think they learned that the minute they put that movie out there. Yeah, I
1: mean, I, I mean, I'd love to see Harley Quinn interact with Poison Ivy. Just seeing a version of a newer version of Poison Ivy would be very refreshing. Yeah, we uh, haven't seen birth, like Poison Ivy. You
2: go with Na- uh, uh, <laughs> <poison going>, <laughs> her. I was
0: going to go. Uh, uh, what's the name? Uh, Uma Thurman. I said like, we haven't seen Poison Ivy on the big screen
2: since Uma Thurman in nineteen like ninety eight. You guys, man, quick to forget. <laughs> Gotham, <laughs> man, well, Gotham beautiful. did everything. Pepper. Yeah, like what, three, four Poison Ivies. Man, I I every,
1: anything and everything and everything, everything and anything that is or was Batman was probably got.
2: multiple times with multiple different actors.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, last story of the day, guys. So. A new, a new character from the Batman family is joining the fray for season three of Titans. During a Facebook Q and A, cinematographer Boris, I uh, forgive me for not pronouncing your last name correctly, Majewski, I hope that got that right, confirmed Barbara Gordon would be making an appearance as Oracle, which of course is a codename she took after she was paralyzed by the Joker bite with the gunshot. Um, she's you know the kind of you know she's you know obviously bound to a wheelchair, but she's like kind of super hacker computer ace you know in the ear assisting you know the likes of batman nightwing and the birds of prey while they're out on missions in the field so kendall
2: is oracle a good addition to
0: titans this season um
2: who did we talk about last time that they were putting in uh we talked about
0: barbara gordon but we th- the idea was that barbara was supposed to be like the commissioner. oh no we talked about uh, tim drake right Oh, Tim Drake, right, right. Yeah, yeah
2: we talked about Tim yeah. Drake. Tim there Drake. were
0: there were initial rumors that we talked about probably a month or two ago about how Barbara uh, was, was going to be in it. Maybe they were looking for someone to be the commissioner of Gotham, and this doesn't have anything about that in it. Oh, going to the Batman Beyond Return of the Joker already? That's, that's <laughs> what was originally put out there. Not to say that that's not true, but that wasn't mentioned in this Q&A that this guy did.
2: Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, like I said with Tim Drake... I mean, yes, this is Titans. You're gonna get like everybody in the book, everybody in the playbook is available to at least cameo. Uh, they made that clear. You know, if they said one of them was gonna be in uh, Titans, I'd be like, okay, sure. Uh, um, so I, I, I mean. Obviously, again, and I mentioned, like I mentioned with Jim Drake, anyone that has any connections to the <laughs> Titans, the Teen Titans, Young Justice, is completely on the table. And Oracle fits that description. Uh, she could connect to a Nightwing easily, bring someone, they already killed off Donna Troy for as long as we, who knows how long, you know, so you want to bring another person from Dick Grayson's past into the show. I don't know how she connects to anything related to Blackfire. But I mean, honestly, I get that should be, uh, that kind of might be encouraging because I'm like, I don't know how much Blackfire I even want. So if they want to, <laughs> they want to have two or three different storylines working congruently, I think I'm fine with that as well.
1: Yeah, I mean Barbara Gordon. I mean that should be you had a good good point, Ken. I mean Dick's got so much stuff going on. I mean now we're adding Barbara. You know, it's like that's a whole other and thread. Tim Drake and and tim drake <laughs> it's like sheesh so yeah it's, it's it's gonna be a lot of stuff going on as usual um i mean i'm sure they'll cast someone that'll do a decent job i haven't had i haven't been disappointed by any of the acting jobs does she
2: have to she has to be in a wheelchair right if she's oracle i mean if she's oracle yeah i, I would assume I, guess, I don't know if they say she's oracle but i assume she'd be oracle but given that we have nightwing already
1: yes the word was that she will be oracle Okay. Then yeah, I'm expecting to see her in a wheelchair. Um so yeah, I don't know. Titans going the dark which route again. We don't
2: have many characters in the genre in a wheelchair.
0: No, and also apparently okay. I saw that they were looking for actresses who use wheelchairs for the role. Right. You know, they, they okay. Which is which is awesome
2: by the way. They they yeah, did really this cool. with uh Jericho. You know, they they you know they, yeah. they they did that very well in terms of an actor with disability, yeah. and portraying that in, in their show. So that's as, really cool, and it worked. That's a good point. So yeah, it did. Them trying that again is not necessarily
0: uh, could could be equally impressive. Yeah, man. Shoutouts is Titans, man. That's a that's a really great point you just mentioned. Like how the lack of representation that
1: uh, Americans with disabilities have in in Hollywood is awful. Yeah. And, people like people like Charlie Cox playing blind people. Right. Um, yeah. No, I mean, no disrespect to Charlie and, Cox and, and like, obviously like, like, Yeah, and yeah. and to be
0: fair to you know, <laughs> Marvel and Charlie Cox, I mean you know, just, they're, like, do, they're, they're, do, they're jumps off buildings and stuff. Like I don't I don't, yeah. don't know if you could actually have a blind person do that. that. But maybe
1: it, someone partially blind I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> right.
0: But all <laughs> yeah. I'm saying though is that like but good for Titans to like I mean, talk about representation. Like that's amazing. Like it, it, like they deserve a great if they you know they do go forward with this and they do pick someone who's actually an actress who's um disabled like that's uh that's amazing and I, I hope they do they do pull that off in regards to Oracle's role and whether or not she's a good addition beyond you know the that aspect of it of it you know just good that having that representation
2: uh
0: I don't know I'm'm I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. You know, uh, of course, you know, when we think of Barbara Gordon, we're thinking, OK, is it going to be Batgirl or is it going to be Oracle or is it going to be, again, the Commissioner Gordon? And maybe we'll get a mix of two of them, maybe. But, you know, Titans always go to the darkest <laughs> timeline. So they're never going to go to the timeline where, you know, Barbara's fine. She hasn't been shot. She's flying around, you know, rooftops. It's got to be where she's in a wheelchair. Which part of me is that, like again, yeah, there's a lot of good that goes into that. But then part of me is like, oh, man, OK, another downer. You know, Dick Grace's story we're going to have to you know, relive, you know, another aspect of his life that was probably terrible, seeing someone so close to him be paralyzed. Uh, but I do feel like this team was probably, if she is going to be, like, kind of working with them, I mean, I think the team is probably missing, like, that kind of, like, person, you know, kind of directing them from, you know, the, the, the as a... Uh, as what's the name said uh ned lee said in spider-man homecoming you know the guy in the chair or the gal in the chair like this show is definitely missing that like they kind of like the team really hasn't even fully formed as a team quite yet so i think oracle's addition could make this pay make it feel more official you have a person you know giving them directions and missions and things like that um there is interesting to note that uh, Ian Glenn also will be returning as Bruce Wayne. And the opening sequence of the first episode will take place in Gotham. So I don't know if that means we'll have more Gotham City stuff. <laughs> I didn't stuff. know all
2: that. The opening sequence of the first season. I mean, he's a
0: cinematographer, so he knows oh, everything. Oh,
2: okay.
0: That's yeah. I, I'm thinking he like some sort. Some some, yeah, no, this isn't like a reporter. <laughs> this is an actual, <laughs> this is from the horse's mouth, so to speak. <laughs> Not to call, of course, Boris a horse, but uh, yeah, this is legit stuff. So I, I'm a wait. I'm a wait and see. You know, uh, Titans juggles a lot of characters. Like we talked about this before. And I, I said my concern was making it. You know, make sense. I didn't know if uh, Tim Drake made any sense. And Titans, I think they do a decent job with juggling them. But sometimes stories and characters go by the wayside. And again, I thought uh, Superboy and Beast Boy. I thought just got just went completely by the wayside because of their story angle not working. So if you're going to insert Barbara Gordon and say, like, okay, I love Barbara Gordon. I like her as Batgirl or as Oracle, but how are you using her? That's going to be the key for me. Um, I think that's a good place to wrap this show, guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed this edition of the New Generation Hero Talk podcast. You can catch all of our podcasts on the New Generation Podcast Network, SoundCloud, I, uh, well, now Apple Podcasts, as they call it. I know I've been saying iTunes all the time, but I, I realized recently that actually it's Apple Podcasts. It's the official name of it now. Um, SoundCloud, Apple podcast, uh, Stitcher and TuneIn. Uh, also check out our YouTube channel, New Generation Media. On social media, you can find us on Facebook New Generation Media, on Twitter New Generation Pod, and on Instagram New Generation Podcast. Follow Shamari on Instagram and Snapchat, MCSham22. Follow me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart, and on Instagram Action EJ. Thank you guys again for listening in. Hope you guys enjoyed this show. For Shamari, for Kendall, I'm EJ. Peace.